Right on. <laughs> recording. Well, hit record. I had record late yesterday. Yeah, you want to get that early. Thank you for that reminder. Absolutely, bro. Uh, yeah, it's fucking going to be cool, man. Yeah. I'm still kind of got my fucking shit a little goofy here. Nah, you're good. You got good sound quality. Everything's been straight for you. I just always have a goofy time on uh, where I'm looking at me, you, trying to watch the YouTube. The best thing to do is, is depending on what you're doing, what I do, is if it's like a really interesting part of the conversation and it's a group, I tend to look at the screen of everybody talking. But then if it's kind of somebody's going on a monologue thing, what I end up doing is I start checking in on chat. So I use a split screen. So you know your Windows key that you have on your keyboard? The little Windows key? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to help them out, man. Show them the old split screen trick, man. Much appreciated advice. Welcome to episode number three of fucking talking shit with Eagle. Tonight's guest, Skillbowl One. He's not just a guest, he's a good friend, and I have much thanks for to him for uh pulling me out of my shell and probably starting this whole mess, really. <laughs> Skillbowl, welcome. Thank, thanks for coming. You wanna tell everybody? Well, everybody probably knows where to find you, but you wanna tell everybody where they can Absolutely. I am Skillbo17 on YouTube and I am Skillbo1 on Instagram. And thanks for inviting me to the show, brother. I'm really glad to be here and uh, we'll smoke some uh, weed and talk some fucking shit. Starting it off for me, I'm starting off with, uh, you know, since this is the Eagle show, I am going to be smoking some of the Dominatrix from Empire Breeding that you gave to me the last time that you and I hung out earlier this month. At Vehicle City, so good looks. Man, that's some good shit, isn't it? Yeah, brother. This is all I have left right here. <laughs> Look, man, I've been saving this for a while, brother. That's what I got left, the little little nug, but I just ground up a bunch. So we're going to roll this up one here and uh, do this up proper. Fuck yeah. Can't do the Eagle Show unless you're burning one. No, can't. I gotta find this on YouTube, bro. No, already. Michigan native and uh, good old faithful Tara logged in already. Thank you for coming. Feel free to talk to the chat. Absolutely, I have to uh, bring it up on the screen for myself right now. I'm on your channel. I'm, don't worry, I'm an old dude, man. I'm not all technically savvy and shit. Neither am I. Nah, it's all good. Chat, I can't. Oh, there we go. I got this video now, so I'm going to bring that up. Perfect. What's up, Tara? How's it going, Michigan native? Cheers, everybody. Happy Friday and all that good shit. Hopefully, you're out there smoking just like we are. Yeah, I'm rolling up a fatty of uh, some insane in the membrane. And, of course, I'm going to throw in some of that bubble hash. Nice. That I made earlier this uh, month. I love the terps on that insane in the membrane, man. I, I don't think I have any of that left. I think I dusted that off yesterday morning. 
So what I have left on deck is a uh, shout out to another fellow Michigan grower, Med Grower One. Uh, Eagle was kind enough to share the early release of the Primal Punch F2 with me. Dynamite, we've talked about it ad nauseum. I'm sure people in the chat, Tara especially, is like, bro, you guys have talked about this like six fucking times, man. Stop teasing us. It's all good. Yeah, I've been hard at work today, and I'm not uh, divulging what good things are coming to the show, but there is a lot of fun stuff coming. A lot of cool guests coming up, guys. Definitely stay tuned. Oh, one look. of them. One of them. I was. Not, I divulged to you that uh, I'm hoping you keep that one in your pocket. Absolutely, scouts on I'm not gonna. I'm not even going to lie. When I got that one, I fucking walked around going, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For a few minutes. Yep. So I was pretty fucking stoked about that. Which I guess uh, brings me into one thing I would like to talk about before we uh, dive into the skill bowl subject. Um, what, how do you like the name of the show? And how do you feel? You know, let's talk about that a little bit, because I had somebody, and I'm not saying any names, uh, but they said they didn't want to be part of the show, even though I guess I'm divulging a little bit. They're somewhat of a sponsor in uh, the rest of my endeavors, but for some reason, because of the title of the show, they did not want to be... I can understand it, man. It's a marketing thing. It's 2020. People have to be very conscious of their brands and things like that. So it's a bummer, though. It really is. That super is a bummer because, well, <coughs> I kind of view that just like I guess I do my tattoos. I guess the title of the show, I'm going to view just like my tattoos. The people that look at my tattoos and are off put about them and want to close their mind to me anyway and walk away or be prejudgmental about what may come next. I guess some people can tune off anyway, because I don't really, you know what I'm saying? They're not yeah. the people I'm looking to hang out with anywho. So that's the way I kind of feel about that. I uh, feel like uh, it's kind of a shout out to the old weed nerd days too, with some subcool with the choice of you know, uh, the title and everything else. I'm not even gonna fucking lie about that skill, but I miss that dude. And uh, no doubts, if he were still with us, he would have been first guest. No doubts there. And, um, you know, somebody's got – I'm not looking to fill his shoes in any kind of way. No. But uh, I like to think that his memory is uh, well instilled in me. Well, and here's so what I would say on this is one thing about sub – you know, people have opinions good, people have opinions otherwise. One thing you can't say is that dude was really, really into social media and trying to connect with people and have conversations, talk about the plant, you know, it all started with a seed, everything else like that. And I feel like it's not that you're trying to fill shoes, it's that you see a void and you miss the conversation. So, who? I mean, if you miss the conversation, fuck it, start a conversation. That's how you do it. That's what it's Sequence and I did, you know? I miss that dude. I miss the conversation, but not only that, I miss that community. You know, uh, the weed nerd community 
them, everybody I ever met or chatted with, I chatted with them people for years. You know what I mean? They're still there, bro. They're still there. They're still, They'll come back around. I know, but just like I kind of mentioned to you uh, uh, last week, the hub's gone. You know what I mean? The people are all there. The hub's gone. We all kind of just splintered out like, you know, most people do at a funeral. Like most families do at a funeral. And in most families, there's that one person that tries to sew everybody back together. So maybe that's your calling right now. I just wanted to point out we got a couple of uh, cool motherfuckers that joined us tonight. Red set of farms in chat. Abolished. Abolished is there. We got Scarecrow 420. Boys, if I'd known you were gonna show up, I would have tossed you the invite. God, tonight's all about skill ball. So nah, shit, throw them in. I don't give a fuck. You know, I'm just gonna talk anyway. It's just a matter of you know if I'm gonna wait my turn or if I'm gonna get the floor. It's all good. Oh no, oh no, you're on the other side of the the grill this on tonight, brother. I want to hear about you. You've had plenty of times to uh, stay on the other side and suck it all up. But tonight, I want to hear the Skillbowl story. I want to see uh, what's led you to your cannabis journey. And then not only what's led you to your cannabis and your cannabis use, but when you decided you were going to use that voice to uh, reach out and help other people help themselves. You know, I want to, I want to know about skill you know, not, okay. not, you know, not only just, <laughs> the, not, not just a uh, skill the grower or the cannabis guy, but I want to know fucking skill I want to know what skill is listening to in his fucking car. You know what I mean? I Dude, it's some, it's some seriously surprising shit, man. Like I have no idea, you know, you never know somebody until you know what they listen to. I listen to a lot of things. I listen to everything except for like country music. And I really don't do like screamy, screamy death metal. Sometimes I got to be in like the right mood for that. But uh, typically I listen to a lot of either classic rock or classic hip hop. And I'm secretly a huge Mac Miller fan and have been for like years. So there's my musical things. And I'm one of those people that I can live without video, which is funny as someone who produces videos and content and shit. I cannot live without music. Um, I always have it on. I'm the guy that's always annoying beating on the table and shit. If there's no beats, I'm going to make one. If there's not ability to do that, like when I cook in a kitchen, I cook to a rhythm in my head, man. It's, it's, I've always got a beat in my head. So skill bow is music. That's nice. I, uh, I appreciate me some good tunes. That's for sure, too. Oh, we've so gone back and forth a lot of times and, you know, trading tracks back and forth heck yeah so what else uh can you tell me about skillful what's uh some of your hobbies other than uh cannabis Uh, what else would you be doing well before i hurt my back i you know growing up as a kid i was a really big uh street skater back in the 80s and early 90s um that's kind of where I came into cannabis was through skateboarding and my friends. I was the younger dude. I hung out with older cats. So, you know, I was introduced to cannabis in, what would it be? 1986, 87, something like that. I never can remember. It's all kind of hazy and shit. But anyway, when I was still a kid um, is when I first was introduced to it, uh, smoked a joint between three guys 
Uh, if you want to hear the long story of it, go check out uh, the late sesh that I did with Red on, I believe it is, I think it's episode three, isn't it, Red? He's in the chat, so you would know. But uh, things that I used to do, skate, um, I still like to disc golf. It's just I can't do it as much as I used to. But uh, it's funny that skateboarding and disc golf also go hand in hand with cannabis. So, you know, stories are, oh, abolished is talking about I was born in 86. Hey, man, that's the the, uh, the Challenger shuttle, you know, the, the NASA things. <laughs> I can remember that. That was probably before you were born because that was January, motherfucker. Had to throw an obligatory motherfucker into the fucking talking shit show with Eagle. Where's your plug? Um, so, I also like to, uh, there's one more thing to add, is I'm really, really big on mountain biking. And I still try to ride, you know, at least once a year, I try to ride the full 20 miles. But a lot of times I'll do somewhere between, you know, like, 10 and 15 miles a couple times a month with my one friend we end up ripping through the city and there's an old abandoned spot that's out of the way that you can still see a lot of traffic and shit so we go burn down there just like old times so uh it was ultimately your uh, back injury that um, made you really start taking cannabis seriously as a yeah. medicine rather than a recreational drug? Uh, yeah, the it's it's like a cross between the back pain, but really what it was was the brain fog that I was getting from the fibromyalgia. So uh, I was, like, really sick. And here's the funny story. The very first person that I told you I was smoking with, the three guys, uh, one of those guys has been my best friend for, like, 30 fucking years. Shout out Chuck Z. Um, but he would come over... And or my other friend, that's an even older friend from the 70s, Matt, uh, he would come over and they would burn me down. They'd bring a bowl and, you know, I'd be really sick. And, you know, my wife would let him in. We'd go out on the back porch. And, you know, it, back then it would only take two or three puffs, man. You know, it didn't take much to get medicated because as a parent, you know, I wasn't wasn't smoking as much as I used to. You know what I mean? You got teenage kids and, you know, kind of have to curtail your stuff and. So it was nice to be reintroduced to cannabis as a medicine that way. And then I basically took the ball and ran with it, man. I'm like on the show. I'm always the person that's like, hey, wait a minute. Let's talk about, you know, how this relates to the patient and stuff. So it's, it's a passion for me, you know, because I know what a difference it's made in my life. Um, I also make the uh, the topical rollerballs. So that's like a big thing for me is. I love being able to help other people and someone that's dealing with pain or something say, here, man, try this. And, you know, in 15 minutes, they're coming back saying, man, that, that's really making a difference. Thank you. So. Them things are awesome for sure. I mean, I hope at some point you could uh, mass produce those a little bit more and uh, help a few more people or at least, well, better yet, you know, if, you, if you're not looking to make a buck off, better yet, you can teach them how to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I guess that's better around it. I just bought a bunch of when I made them originally. I used to put them in ten milliliter rollerball bottles. I happen to have an old one here, which is green, so you can't see it really well. There, I'm gonna hold it down by my shirt. I should disappear. Yeah, it's it's like the predator thing. You know what I mean? We anyway. Um, 
those are really big and and it is expensive to make i'm not gonna lie to you um it, it depends on how much you're making so for me like i'll start off with four ounces of you know herb and then i'll add at least a fifth of the highest proof alcohol that i can find so in michigan that ends up being you know 153 158 i don't live close enough to the southern part of the state to trip over into indiana and get some so I use that. I, I've spent a lot of time trying to look into tinctures, you know, not just as it relates to cannabis, but, uh, you know, like tincturing as the, the old school, um, the herbal remedies. So I've tried to make my recipe for that. I've really, really focused on inflammation because that's what I deal with the most. So it's a matter of using, you know, the oils of like other plants, peppermint or rosemary or cedarwood or frankincense or i mean that like if you just start looking it doesn't matter which ones you're using if you just look into which plant essences or which plant oils will help for inflammation then check it out and abolished is also saying in the chat that you can't fill a drug test with a topical and it's a lifesaver for jobs you can't i Definitely agree with that. It's also great for a way to introduce like seniors into cannabis that have, you know, kind of been fed the whole propaganda spoonful of, you know, the big bugaboo of cannabis and, you know, reefer madness and shit. Because you're not going to, you, you will have absolutely no psychological effects from this whatsoever used topically. Um, it's just, it just doesn't work that way. So I don't care, you know, how dank the fucking strain was. It's not going to get you high. So that's good because a lot of people don't want that. That's why there's such an interest in CBD these days, I feel. It's, I think it'd be nice that you could use it in a workplace or in a crowd or, you know, anywhere that you want to be discreeted, but yet needed a little bit of relief that you could carry that in your pocket and be just fine with uh, Always. medicating I've, right then and there. Yeah. So, so like what I was saying is these are 10 milliliters, so these are big. I went online and I found... Uh, small ones that are just two milliliter rollers and they have a let me take the top off on this they have like a metal roller ball on the top if i can get that to focus there we go so <clears throat> it's the exact same bottle it's just a lot smaller which is going to allow me to let a lot more people try it and if you like it then you know hey maybe you want the bigger one check it out but it's i use it a lot um and actually, both of my parents who are non-cannabis users, like ever, straight as an arrow kind of people, awesome, love my mom and dad. But uh, I've gotten both of them to be able to use it for different reasons. Uh, my dad worked with his hands his whole life. He was a machinist. Um, so he, his hands are really, really drawn up. And he used to play guitar and keyboard and shit when he was younger. And using it for like months now, he actually is able to open his hands and close his hands more and more. So he's not quite at the point where he's, he's playing instruments and stuff, but you know, it's a godsend for him. My mom, she just had her, uh, uh, she had a spinal surgery last week and she's been dealing with nausea. So I was talking to her on the phone and I was like, Hey, you know, if you're dealing with nausea, mom, why don't you take that roller ball and just put like a stripe of it across your stomach where you're feeling nausea. And she's like 71. So she's like, what? I said, no, no, I'm serious, mom. Like, like, seriously, just take the rollerball and hit it one time across the spot and then wait. Like, you're going to, I'm going to tell you 15 minutes was going to be fine. So 
she's on the phone, she does it. She's still talking away to me, having a good conversation. And then I am in like five minutes. I was like, so how's your nausea feeling? She was like, oh my God, Skilbo, it's gone. So there you go. It it feels really cool to help your parents, man. Like they fucking helped me my whole life. So it's awesome to be able to be able to help them now myself. I guess it's a little different for me because uh, my parents knew of the powers of marijuana long before. (laughs) Long before Eagle did when Eagle was just a hatchling. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't really teaching. Well, nowadays I can actually teach them uh, some stuff, but uh, back then, you know, no, but, uh, yeah, that's cool. I just want to take real while we've got just a second here to tip my hat to uh, the American one in chat there. Tao, shout out, brother. I'd like to announce that uh, he said he'd be on. That I feel that's a, a hell of a score. For, yeah. You know, he's pretty fucking elusive. So uh, well, he's been getting it done over there on the uh, growing with my fellow growers on Sunday nights. I've caught him over there a few times. So definitely Matthew. check that out. I've, I've seen very little of him online, but I sure would be honored to uh, spend a little bit of time with him, that's for sure. So, American One, look forward to that that hour, brother. Thank you for agreeing to that shit. So, yeah. Anyways, on and on with the skill bowl story. I don't mean to uh, interrupt that shit, but man. Nah, I'm, good. I'm just vamping, man. I'm just. This has been a fucking. Just no, talking I'm, shit. I'm, man, this is. Hey, this is what this shit's about, man. It's uh, some nights cannabis, a little bit of cannabis. We may not just like just like our your show, brother. Uh, you know, it might be cannabis one minute, but it's sure that we fucking might be talking absolutely nothing towards cannabis before this is all over with. So that's what Red that's and I do I'm on the late sesh, man. Let me let me plug my own shit real quick. Please go okay. check out the late sesh on the Michigan Bros Grow Show. We. Uh, end up premiering Monday nights. We've been doing it at 11, but people are saying they can't stay up that late. So we may end up moving the time back a little bit on that. I got to talk to the producer of Bolish Farms. Oh, yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Dude, awesome. I'm loving this dominatrix, man. This is This is really kind smoke. I've told myself that the whole time that I'm doing the show with you, I'm going to do nothing but burn your strains. So next up, you know, we got the Primal Punch jumping off, and then uh, we're going to close the show with your own creation and the one that I love, the Beautiful Loser. Guys, you got to check this flower out when he comes around with it. Yeah, I'm Late Sesh Red. I can't wait to uh, get them all in here one by one. I threw Red an uh, invitation, but I don't think he's checked his DM box yet. Red's elusive on IG. <clears throat> Thank you, Tara, with the skill bow and red 100. That's all we do. We just have fun. So, you know, I'm not confining myself on my show. So if I want to talk to anybody, I'm going to talk to them. If I want to talk to somebody from Michigan, I will. If I want to talk to somebody from California, I will. It doesn't matter because to me, the cannabis community is like it doesn't know any boundaries, man. There's just, you know, like let's talk about Tara right now. Tara is is not a Michigan Groski, but she is an OG Groski. Uh, she is from Ohio, so you know what I mean. I got love for them down there too. She shows us all some love, and uh, man, people like her and everybody else in chat, fucking Dan the Dank Man, and all the Groskis that uh, 
show some love. They're all awesome, man. Dude, they're what make us want to create content because we're going to hang out regardless. We just happened to record this and, you know, I like the idea of the live stream chat, you know, and that goes all the way back to when I got into this, I started off with Shane from Cheap Home Grow. I had messaged him and told him, you know, like, hey, I watched your show. And this is when he was just doing podcasts. And uh, <clears throat> I told him I really enjoyed it, the format and stuff like that. And he was like, hey, do you want to do a podcast? Which like really knocked me off my feet because, dude, I didn't have anything to say. You know, I'm the guy that watches all the other shows. And, you know, like I was just watching Grow Tube Roundtable before we came on here. And that's kind of what the, that's what the shows have become is, you know, when I was doing with Shane and the Cheap Home Grow, we did a couple of shows, shout out to Medically Fit. I did one with him and me and Shane. Shout out to Jack Greenstock. I did a three-way with him. You know, I was on there to help him interview people, ask questions and shit. And I was telling him, I was like, dude, we really need to, you know, get into this whole live stream on YouTube and we can use the chat. So what we're doing right now is what I planted the seeds of doing it eventually turned into growing with my fellow growers. Shout out to the everybody over there. Um, Sunday nights at seven on YouTube. I'm trying to be a plug machine here. And, uh, and then Sequence hit me up when I was doing growing with my fellow growers. And we were talking. And he was like, hey, would you ever consider doing a podcast? So talk and talk and talk. And, you know, that's a guy that I have the utmost respect for sequence underscore MI. check him out on Instagram. That's my dude, much love. But uh, so we started doing podcasts and we wanted to focus on Michigan. <clears throat> so I had approached you even before I talked to sequence on things. I was like, would you ever consider when I talked to you at the cannabis cup, uh, you were working the tent for sub. I was like, would you ever consider doing like a podcast thing? If I ever got something together, would you consider being one of my first guests? And Eagle was one of the most encouraging people to me. He was like, hell yeah, man. Can I, can I stop you right there? Yeah. I want to interrupt the story because you know, I love you, brother. And I want to fucking hear everything you got to say. But I want to stop you right here because in this point, I threw you were my first invitation. Because of that right there. If uh, you, you missed it. And uh, sequence happened to uh, you both got one. Yours was first. Sequence a little later in the day, and uh, sequence jumped on that shit. But you were definitely dude. That that episode time. was funny as fuck, man. I watched that this morning, and I was dying. I'm glad you enjoyed. It. This is you know fun for sure, and uh, I'm gonna keep it going for sure. Uh, it may be talking shit one day, and uh, it might be a guest like last night where we're talking, uh, you know, company bullshit and plug-in bullshit. And then that's kind of, I don't, I hate, I'm not nailing myself down, but so far this is kind of the plan. It's like uh, a serious night, a bullshit night, a serious night, bullshit night. You know, kind of alternated it a little bit to help uh, ease the pain of thinking the shit to do, you know, like. You know, this was the gimme, you know. I didn't even think twice about uh, tonight, you know. I was like, fuck, this skill bowl. I love talking to him. This is going to be too easy. What do I got to fucking... Nothing. We just got to show up, dude. That's it. This. This is, no. You know, this, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be fucking cool. And so, you know, big thank you to you. Because if it wouldn't have been for that approach, this wouldn't have happened. That's for damn sure. 
Now, I'm not lying. You cracked a nut that fucking a lot of people had tried to crack. And I don't know how you did it. It might have been an approach that was golden tones. What the fuck you did. <laughs> but uh, you, you, you cracked it. And, you know, I had been, Sub wanted me to be a part of his shit when he first got it going, when Malik and Dung Beetle were first doing that shit, which Dung Beetle's coming on here probably in the next week or so uh, to give everybody a shout out, let catch everybody up of what's going on with him, which is really cool stuff. He's got some bad stuff on the personal side, but he's got business side. He's got, you know, some shit, real good shit going on over there. But anyways, long story short, uh, I'd been asked, been asked, been asked, and I just wouldn't fucking do it. But there was just that something about that face-to-face. <clears throat> Couldn't do it, man. Yeah, you, you cracked it. And I, much thank you. Uh, I owe you a, a, quite a bit of gratitude for cracking that nut. So thank you for that. And please, I'm sorry for the interruption. Not at all, Remember brother. Where the fuck you were at. Absolutely. Yeah. So... Basically, the, what I'm getting at is it, it kind of curtails into both of these things, my topic and yours. What I was saying was that, you know, the late sesh allows us to talk about whatever we want to talk about. Um, so if Red and I want to talk to somebody, we're going to talk to them. It doesn't matter who. And I think it's going to make for a really, really cool ass fucking show. Uh, it's laid back just like this is. And... At the same time, I still like the the one on one conversation thing. Sometimes, like I'm not muting my microphone. Uh, yeah, thank you, Tara. See, she said, "Thank goodness that Skillbo cracked the nut." Jill Carter, I see you out there too. What's happening? Um, I don't know. It's just you are you're doing your show. You're doing it your way. You call it what you want to call it. You invite who you want to invite. It, it's it's your gig, man. And people are gonna watch it. Some people won't. Just like some people don't watch anything that we do. They can't stand us. Hey, that's cool, man. But I'm still putting out content. And I'm still trying to work with this Michigan cannabis community. And at at large, the whole cannabis community at large, man. Because there's cool-ass fucking people all over the place. No, and don't take this at all as any kind of uh, dismount from the Michigan Bro Grows team. If I can say I was any, you know, other than showing up on Sundays, any part of the team. But uh, I have no plans on you know trying to separate myself from y'all. This is you know, you guys are fucking huge. You guys are welcome at any time. You know, you want to pop in on one of these and fucking you're bored and I'm stumbling or what the fuck ever. You want to come save my ass and make this not so boring? What the fuck ever? Hit me up. Let me in. You I'm know what? Glad okay, so check it out. I, I agree with you, but his is a really cool thing. Since we have an actual live stream chat, if I was to bounce in on one of these, I don't know. How does people feel about that? Or is it like, dude, get the fuck out of the spotlight, man. Nobody gives a shit. Ah, bullshit. That's, you know, this is all about communication. If I didn't want to talk to nobody, I'd be sitting back watching still. <laughs> Smoking my fucking ganja. So right yeah. now, I am rolling up the Primal Punch F2 from Medgar One. Shout out to him. Like I said, just was watching him on Pro 2 Brown Table. He was dropping some knowledge on the wettable sulfur tech for the powdery mildew, which was a topic of the show earlier there. That shit's hard to find. You just ain't walking into a fucking place and finding that shit. I don't what, know the wettable what they... sulfur? Yeah. 
dude, I find this shit all over the place. You know where you find it at is go to Lowe's and shit. It's like it's like eight bucks. You know, tractor supply. Yeah, man, you can get them. You can get them there. It's easy. And if not, you know, get them on Amazon for like seven, eight bucks. You know what else is a a tractor trailer supply score? I know uh, a whole bunch of them. That's where I get my molasses. Oh, no shit. What's the cost difference? Seven bucks a gallon. Which is way better than 17. Good stuff. Oh, well, yeah, something like that. I know if you're trying to buy in the grocery store, them little things, it's like four bucks. Well, even the grocery stores will get you too. Grow stores for like right around twenty. Mm-hmm. It lasts you forever, unless yeah. you just go like goofy with it all the time. Well, you're feeding like way more plants than I am. I'm, you know, just a little caveat here. I'm just my own little grower, man. I'm just growing my plants, so I'm not a caregiver growing out seventy-two. Three of these bitches a day. Look at that beautiful garden, like. Three of those a day is my watering, which is that's holds what fifteen? Okay, seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, plus or minus forty-five gallons a day. Right. That's a lot of humidity <laughs> to deal with, too, man. You know what I mean? Like you really have to work on your HVAC to be able to remove that kind of moisture from the air, especially in enclosed tents like that. Forty-nine right now. Hell yeah, it's better than my numbers are. Shit. CO2 for even with me puffins fucking down right now. Fucking only down to like 630. It's usually like 900 right about now. I fucking breathing hard tonight. <laughs> Shit, my flower room was at like 63 a little while ago because I went through there. I just put all of my veg plants into the 4x8 raised bed. So I still have my lights on the 18-hour lights. And I went through and I sprayed them today with the powdered aloe vera. You ever fuck with that shit? No, I haven't. Tell me about it. Uh, It is a saponin and it also has salicylic acid in it. And it's this. This is where I wish Spartan Grown was here to save me with like the the scholarly knowledge. Shout out Spartan. Um, No, the saponin is like the wetting agent. Um, It's what is in soap nuts. It's a surfactant. It's what makes the water not beat up on the plant and be little magnifying glasses. And the salicylic acid, I cannot remember off the top of my head, and I'm not going to jump to the phone to save myself here. So, um, Let's see. I'm looking at chat. There we go. <coughs> But anyway, uh, if you use the aloe vera, it is supposed to basically help your plants out. And there's like a lot of micronutrients in it. And it also has to do with the, it's like a SAR, something, an acquired response, systemic acquired response or something. I know plants love it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people use like coconut water and the aloe. But I, I found a supplier of the freeze-dried aloe from, like, India for 17 bucks for a pound of it. Uh, Abolished is saying it is also antifungal and antimicrobial. Thank you. Lynn Mast, cheers in the chat. I see you. 
Yeah, I was just getting ready to call him out too, as well as uh, Jill and Denise joined us as well. Another couple more awesome people that. Uh, Denise is your like OG Groski, right? She has been around. I uh, she's been a follower since the old Mass Roots. Yeah, days. see, she's one of your OGs. You got to really shout her out. Yeah. <laughs> That's a while. <laughs> Mass Roots days were you know good five years ago before I was. You know, I was still laying shit down early on then. You know, that was that's what bums me out. That's like a lost phone. You don't know and it's hard to go back, you know, to to show you guys exactly the shit that was going on because these, you know, mass roots folded up and gone, you know. So there goes a whole library, years and years of photos, posts, the dank den. I put a lot of fucking time into the dank den. You know, oh yeah, and, the Dank Den was huge. Well, that's kind of like I know the Dank Den because of Mister Tight and you. Yeah, yeah, Russ passed along. I was talking to Tight the other day, and I passed that along to you. That's where the GG4 cut came yep. from. Was Russ to them? So, yeah, that, I, and it's tough to see those forums pack up or you know just suddenly get lost. You go to log in and. It, Redirected, yeah. redirected. You're like, oh my god, what? Not only that, not only did you lose all those, you know, beautiful pictures of your gardens and shit that you thought you'd never fucking lose, just like on your phone, but uh, you've lost track of uh, a whole shitload of fucking cool people that were in the community. And uh, there we go again, the Dink Den. I lost track of some cool fuckers there that uh, never seemed to uh, resurface. If they did. They uh they chose different names and uh, never really let on to who they were, which I think would be silly. But uh, it just sucks, man, to see that shit. And another one, Doobie's another one. I kind of dumped some time into fucking Doobie, and uh, that's where I already fold up. So where do you invest your time, man? You know, it's always a bummer. So that's why you know, episodes early on, I talked about making backup accounts and fucking putting your name everywhere. I'm a still believer in that. You know, you don't have to post to it or whatever, but even, you know, I don't, I think right now the only place you won't find me on is fucking TikTok. And I, I don't know. I don't understand why I don't have a couple. Oh man. Just to, you know, claim that name so nobody else can fucking claim that shit. And you've got an alternative to, uh, you know, something happens to pick up and reach out. And, yeah. I'm on fucking Twitter, all that shit. You can find I, I challenge you. In fact, just as a fun game, the next time you're on something, just go search fucking Eagle Guards. Eagle Guards one. I bet anything you'll you'll be like, oh, they're fucker. He's here. <laughs> it's like the old yeah, Kilroy was I, here, man. Remember that? Little bitch. I thought he was bullshitting, but he's fucking here. <laughs> well, you were talking but, about lost content, and it we're on YouTube. So let's talk about how many people have, you know, gotten flushed out and flushed away with the purges and then all the people that lost those content like i mean damn we were talking about mr tight i watched his videos for like four years man there was a point when it was like i watched nothing but hygro hybrid mr tight and medgar one you know what i mean and it was like dude those were my wake and bake guys so all those videos being gone that you know used to be on uh Mr. Tight's channel sucks, man, because there's a lot of great tech in there for, you know, like cheap home growing and shit like that. He wasn't about building a $5,000 fucking uh, grow. 
he was like, okay, look, here's my background. Here's what we can do. I loved when he did his build out of his room. Remember, you know, it took him the, you know, several videos. He laid it all out and shit. I was like, damn, this is ingenious. And that, you know, that inspires me. And, you know, that's what it's supposed to do. It's cool. I actually, and I could be wrong if you'd have to correct me on this. Uh, I believe that content was there. Uh, he was the original one fucking preaching, back your shit up, back yes. your shit up, back your yeah. shit up. And he did. He backed it all up on a second channel. And then, uh, again, don't want to go into about. Right, exactly. Say yeah. Uh, yep. But I, that that content was taken down. for It wasn't necessarily a YouTube thing. It was. It, yeah. It had to come. So. But there's been some good content that, that, that used to be up. Another, yeah. Another thing, you a great point you are uh, bringing up by bringing this up is something you were kind enough to do for me tonight is uh, a kind reminder to hit that record button so that we you do have a backup file in case, you know. I actually have a backup YouTube. I bet you didn't know that. <laughs> you can find another YouTube account for Eagle. But um, you can have a backup, so you can just, you know, download that shit again on your backup or somewhere else and you know thanks to them and you uh we're smart enough to uh hit that record button and uh, save our asses a little bit for future you know oh yeah live and learn we're living and learning with uh <clears throat> that's what we all should do as humans anyway it's the base of it all is that you and i get something back from the Michigan cannabis community. If there's something about it that we enjoy, they seem to enjoy us, man. It's a great fucking time. You get to smoke some of the wildest herb that you've ever come across in your life. Uh, you hear some of the coolest stories. So, I mean, I'm completely happy with where things are. But I want to see it grow more, and it still is, and it's always evolving. And, you know, going back to the content shit, nothing lasts forever. And you can't always hold on to things. You just have to basically pull from it what you can remember, put it in your toolbox. You may need that somewhere down the road. You know, just keep on growing. Hell yeah, that's what it's all about. I'm just in my own way, that, you know, that's what I'm kind of hoping to do uh, with this. You know, actually, that's kind of, you know, for real, that's as a, us as a whole, I hope that this helps us grow together. And just as friends, we can do this, you know. The, the Sunday shows are great. We all get to shout cannabis bullshit. But uh, we don't get to do this. You know what I mean? We don't get to sit here and just one-on-one -on -one and, you know, have some good, you know, good heart-to-heart -heart conversation amongst uh, two good friends here. And that's fucking awesome. But uh, by me... I'm, I'm belated here, I guess is what I'm fucking trying to say. Everybody else reached out in their way and uh, tried to super supercharge the channel a little bit. And uh, I guess that's what I'm hoping to do here. I'm reaching out and uh, trying to supercharge myself. And in turn, I'm uh, hoping to uh, bring that all right, that good shit right back to you guys, you know. I, and, I've uh, talked a, bit, a lot of times about recharging your batteries. And there's different ways you can do that. And it's funny, I've mentioned several of them through the show. We started talking about hobbies. So 
it's also music. You know, you can use music to recharge your batteries and you can use grow videos. You can use scholarly white papers. You can use whatever you need to recharge your battery and go, okay, my battery now is coming back up to like 75%. Now it's just a matter of getting my attitude right again and let's go. So I like putting content out that, you know, you know, what we hear a lot of is people like, man, I really dig your show because sometimes when I'm stuck in trim jail, you know, all I do is listen to different podcasts and shows and we always dig what you guys are putting down. So, I mean, that's why I do it. I'm sorry, brother. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm working on this last one, man. The last one is beautiful loser you want to talk about that tell people what that is why i'm crazy about it star destroyer times wizard blue times c99 times durabay and poison and uh yeah i'm super stoked about that the latter two being the, the father of the strain uh winnie being the father uh to uh challenger d that's that's a long desk definition there but uh, I'm super stoked about it, and I'm holding that one for quite a while, for sure, before I pass it on to you and a few others I'll pass it on. Exactly. But, uh, man, I even held it. I just let samples go this first time, and then I even let one, one go to one patient, and it was like they almost had pride out of my hands. <laughs> I was like, what? Mm-hmm. All right, I guess. I got yeah. the dominate. <laughs> yeah. We sat there. I'm grinding this up right now. And the last time I seen Eagle, we were at Vehicle City Social in Flint. Shout out to them. And we had met up on a Saturday. And we got a table. And I don't know. What we would we do? Hang out for like two hours there? Was it something like that? Hour and a half? Two hours? Something yeah, like close to two hours. And... All we did is exactly what the hell we're doing right now is grinding up weed, smoking it, doing a little horse swapping. You know what I mean? Uh, I came away definitely far better in the the swapping, uh, let me tell you. So I've been really, really using this. God damn, it smells so fucking good. You know, I secretly think it's like, I think it's the Cindy in this that whatever this Fino is. You've smelled a lot of Cindy 99, right? Yeah. Is that what's coming through as like the terp on this? Because I've only had that like once. See, for me, I think that it's the Cindy 99 effects, but the uh, mm. Duroban kind of terps for me. But, Oof, man. I love it. So Eagle and I were sitting there and he rolled up an Eagle size fucking joint. And if you're watching this, you obviously know enough about Eagle to know that when this dude says he's going to roll one, holy shit. So, you know, he he and I were really excited to get to hang out. And so he rolled an extra fucking huge one of these goddamn joints. And we sat there and smoked it for like a half an hour. And I'm telling you, man, like the last quarter of that, I was just stoned. We never stoned. did finish. We went outside and you smoked a cigarette. And yeah. I don't finish <laughs> left that a good fucking roach in that ashtray yeah man because of course i had to go to fucking work so you know like 
that's what always fucks me is I work in the what food service industry it's called that and so you know you always have to work either nights or weekends and a lot of people on the crew they all have adult jobs so they work like the day shift and shit so that's why like the shows are always weird times and stuff that's kind of why eagle and i have like a kindred spirit because if i'm up late at night i know eagle is too and if i want to kick it i can just tap him and you know he's down to fucking talk up the whole night just like we're doing right now Hopefully you guys are digging this conversation. I'm I'm hoping I'm not talking way too fucking long. I'm pretty stoked. Oh no, this is fucking awesome. I just want to stop and shoot out some of our people in chat here. We got fucking uh, Dr. Dane Dankstein has fucking joined us. Liam Mass, man, I am look, so looking forward to fucking hanging with you tomorrow. And I know there was one other person that scrolled through there that I'm fucking missing out. Boom Farms, I want to fucking say thank you for fucking yep. stopping in tonight. And, but I want to get back to the story here. You know what I think is funny about this story is you said you got the better end of the fucking deal out of this, which is bullshit because I, I, I more surely, selfishly, got the better end of that fucking deal because I, I walked away with that energy I fucking so needed, brother, that we were just talking about that fucking... Recharging your battery, brother. There, yeah. I fucking... I'd been away for so long, you know, the rest of you had been able to get together and fucking charge, you know, and it's been forever since I've seen the rest of you. So that was fucking awesome, man. That was a oh. definitely. Dude, the uh, last time I, we seen you was at the Russell over uh, the, for the second cannabis cup. So that would have been, was that August? I think it was August. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. when we seen you the last. That's a long so, fucking you know, time. that's a long time, dude. Because we all hung out at Old Man's house for Flanks, Flanks Glimping, and that was in November. And then we all got together again uh, in the middle of January. Man, that's another dude I hope uh, resurfaces. You know? Oh, positive vibes to him, man. I have such a love for Old Man Herman Ash. You know, like, the thing is, is at both times that we had these, like, house parties, um, I drive from really, really far away from where he lives. So I would leave my house early as shit and get there early as shit. And the first time it was me and Sequence, an old man, the only people at his house. And we sat there and smoked some of the finest hash I've had. You know, man, dude, that stuff was nice. Doing dabs and stuff in the kitchen before anybody else showed up. It was really cool. Um, Then the second time, the last time I seen him, I was out there before anybody else and it was just me and him out in the barn and uh you know good talk super nice guy and uh grows killer herb yeah nothing bad to say about that man i fucking i find uh, the genuine connection with that dude you know uh down in detroit when we fucking met and uh it's rare in these times this world fucking it's rare that you meet people that you genuinely connect with or you know can even really give a fuck about spending any time with to be honest with you you know uh and it it wasn't the case with this group and with them at all you know old man was a, a great beat as well as everybody else in this group and you know like i said what are those fucking odds so Thank you. I don't know how many times I've got to say it, but man, 
Again, you think you, you think you got the better end of that deal fucking the other day. You sit there and think that all you want, my man. Hey, man, everybody walks away a winner. I'm all about the win-wins. I want to give a shout-out to Dr. Dankerson. I know you did a minute ago, but uh, go back and watch the episode that we just did with him on the late sesh on Monday. We had him and Norwal up and Drogros, as well as me, Red, and Abolished. I did catch that episode. And uh, it was a great one. I dig what you guys are fucking doing. So, yeah, good luck to you on the adventure. Hopefully, you can pull me in on one of those. We can. I don't know. They're late, late. Dude, we gotta we gotta fucking record one this week anyway. You want to come on by? It's me and you and Red. We'll just do the same shit, man. We'll double down on it. I may even do like a fucking sub cool deal where uh, I log on and I can actually try to fucking do it or record it my show while I'm talking to your fucking show. Dude, you totally could by having just one, two things hooked up. Yeah. You're streaming from, like, your fucking phone can be streaming to, you know, the call. And then, you, yeah, hell yeah, let's do it. It's a crossover episode, baby. Yeah. It's, it's fucking crazy when you well. got crossover episodes in the first single-digit episodes. <laughs> Yeah, that's the way you do it. Cheers, you, Chad. You don't learn nothing until you fucking dive in and try, right? Oh, yeah. I'm a firm believer that uh, you can't judge anybody because you never know what they're capable of. And fuck, you shouldn't even know what you're capable of. How many times in life have you fucking surprised yourself and went, man, I didn't even know I could fucking do that, you know? And it's true about anything you know if you want to apply yourself to anything in life take the time to fucking put the resources in and learn it and fucking you can do anything dude i started growing in 2012 okay so it's 2020 i've been growing for eight years now and i started last year on january 1st 2019 i was like you know what i'm gonna start an instagram account and I just want to try to put my toe in the water for this cannabis community because people seem like they're really fucking nice. I mean, I see there's a lot of people that are on some other shit, you know what I mean? But you have a choice. You can choose to associate with them or interact with them, or you can choose to glide on by, man. And I'm, I'm a glider. So I have found that like attracts like. And so everybody that's in this chat right now, Jill and Red and Tara and Abolished and Dr. Dankenstein. And I feel like this is a bad episode of Magic Mirror. You know, I see so-and-so and so-and-so in Eagle Gardens. Okay. You know, I, made some, I know I made somebody laugh with that bullshit. But anyway, That's it, cool. you know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody in, you know what I mean? This is, like we've said, we'll say time and time again, this is why we're here. You know what I mean? If we fucking, we didn't want to talk to these guys as well as, you know, we'd have recorded this shit. That's the way I feel about that. If I didn't want to talk to these guys while we were doing this, we would have fucking recorded this shit. So thank you guys for showing up and making, being, you know, it's not just us. You guys are a part of this fucking show. Yeah. You know, dude, thank you. Dre Wave, shout out, man. I see you shooting out from Mass. I might not be able to type on this keyboard while I'm doing this, 
but you can be damn sure I've got one eye on this shit. I know I'm not answering either, dude, but I've got it on the split screen thing. Like I was trying to explain in the opening, you know, so I'm, I figured that I was going to go deep in with the uh, Eagle smoke tonight. I knew I wasn't going to be down to talk and try to type into chat, but much love to everybody over there. Thank you. You're why we do this. Well, there's no reason why we can't uh, verbally bring them into this. You know what I mean? Exactly. This is talking shit. It's right. talking shit, brother. What's up, <laughs> Fredo? Kind of the way, you know, back to the you know magic mirror bullshit, I guess, if you will. Uh, I love people that tell you you can't. Because uh, Eric Thomas, uh, another fucking person I love to listen to, I think. That's all right that you can't do that. You know what I mean? That don't mean I can't do that. You know, mm-hmm. that's the way I feel about just about everything. Don't don't let any hater tell you you can't do shit. That's not like, you know. Yeah. People, another quote I love behind it, uh, I forget who says it, uh, is uh, fucking there's a reason people talk shit behind your back. It's because you've already left them behind. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're talking shit behind your back. So, and you know, I, you know, there's nothing wrong with trying to be as inspirational as you can. You know what I, I, think, I, I think? I think that all applies. To, this is for sure. I know this applies to these fucking cool motherfuckers in chat because you know they're the ones that are reposting, watch our stuff, and you know, yeah, these are for 100% fucking inspirational folks in this fucking chat and some of them i've had the pleasure of meeting some of them i haven't but i can tell you one that i have are fucking inspirational people they're some of the fucking coolest people i've ever met and i probably would have never met if it hadn't been for the cannabis plant and maybe a simple cannabis or a weed nerd episode or fucking your episode or this or that there's you know there's a lot of these people that I, i'll give you guys full credit i probably would have never stumbled on you never know how that shit works they're definitely you know michigan gross gross shows uh grosskies that's for sure and i'm proud to be a grosski myself Andy. that's just an umbrella you know what i mean it's just an umbrella this i'm gonna try to point to it nope i'm pointing the wrong way let me try to be smooth about it see this right here that's an umbrella that's what everybody is you know what i mean and that's just, it's all of us. It's everybody, I don't know. It's the community, man. That's what I've always wanted to do, going back to growing with my fellow growers and then going in. And then when we started doing the live streams in July, we had started as a podcast. Uh, we're getting ready to celebrate one year. We started basically a handshake agreement on 420. We started putting content on, I think our first show was May the 6th. And Abolished Farms was our first guest that we had to be able to record with because you weren't ready yet and then you were our episode two and then we just took off and went running from there and then by you know we had different goals and shit we set for the show and uh stoners with goals is cool man we're breaking stereotypes with that shit but every single thing that we've set as a goal for the show we've tried to achieve and stick to and we've just got a couple of bedrock things and that's why that's why the show seems like it is because we are all friends and we all do, even though we all grow differently, it's nobody ever like goes in on anybody for shit. Like there's never like an organics versus fucking salt based arguments or anything like that. That's what I want to talk about. I want to just, I want to bring up a topic and I want to hear everybody's opinion on it and then go, wow. 
look at all these smart people that I've surrounded myself with, you know, because I'm smart enough to know that I'm not supposed to be the smartest guy in the room. If I'm the smartest guy in the room, I'm in the wrong fucking room. I need to go somewhere else. And you sounds like you've uh, subscribed a little bit to the Napoleon Dynamite theory there of the mastermind theory. And that's exactly what you've done here is you put together a mastermind you know, I'm the funny that's guy. The that's all I am. I'm the funny old dude that always says, don't forget the patience. But that's, that's exactly all I am. Yeah. Getting shit done in life, in business, in anything. Um, get you a mastermind group together, a group of friends that kind of see, you know, it might not even be my goal. The goal may be different, but uh, yeah, I don't want it to be a fucking echo chamber. Firing attitude and all that. Uh, bring together, but have each one of us are like it sounds like a, almost again like a superhero type thing. Each one of us have different strengths back and forth. So when we have problems in our life, we have our mastermind group that uh, can give us different perspectives and advice in different ways, and that's uh, a hell of a way to succeed. And that's what you've done, you know. With the Grow Show, in my opinion, you put together your own little uh, mastermind group, and it's worked out great. I've got to give you credit. You know, it's not easy to assemble a group and have Dude, them it, it, it assembled itself. It, it, I swear to God, it assembled itself, man. Like, Sequence and I just, so we would talk to somebody, and we would just know, like, yeah. And then... You know, when we did our first live show, when we were talking about that, we did it on uh, 710, you know, like 710 holidays when we wanted to do the first live stream on here. And we just had a core of people. And those are the people that we've kept and we've had people guest on and everything else. And it's cool. But I feel like the panel members to me are more like a family to me than like friends. You know what I mean? And trails off high baby come back ready out there <laughs> it's been fucking uh, you know a great experience and you know we may not all see eye to eye uh on our growing techniques and everything and there's nothing wrong with that we're all adult enough not to be fucking oh my way's better than your way that's fucking fuck that childish bullshit well we're there to learn and any intelligent person in my book uh takes it all in and that was a question we got one night on the panel is well how do you get your information where do you get your information and how do you value it to be good or valid or not and my answer to that is fucking take it all in and just like a computer match it you know as you take something in there should be something in the back of your head that goes ding this matched up ding this matched up this matched up and in your head you should be putting together a separate little fucking folder of all them things that <laughs> matched up and put together your own fucking plan but the key is just to fucking take it all in good bad whatever judge it match it up in your head find it to be valid for yourself because that's the only way you can find validity is in a common group of checks and balances and make sure they all fucking line up and then it's a fact. So that's here's the beauty of it. I didn't get to answer that question that night, but there's my fucking answer to that question tonight. And that's what I love about our group. We get to fucking not to get, we don't get, 
just might we're all checkamoles, man. I get to fucking sit back. So some some weeks I might not be sucking saying anything on the show, but that's because I'm just fucking sucking it all up. I'm just like ting 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 ting. I'm not arguing with any of it. I'm just fucking separating it, putting it full of boom boom boom. I don't want to argue with anybody. Life's too fucking short to argue. You know what I mean? And you know, my hats off to everybody on the grow show. You know, much love to everybody. I have no hate for anybody there. And it's been a hell of a ride. I can't wait for Sunday to hang with everybody. I'm so glad to see Red showed up tonight. And uh, I got I got proof because this shit will be on YouTube, Red, that you said you'd come on any time. And I'm fucking definitely looking forward to that sesh. Moreover, I'm hoping to fucking straight up pass that man a fucking joint one day because I, you know, that's another oh, one. I haven't to. got to meet, I have got to, to meet Rat face oh. to face. He just puts out that super fucking, Dude, you know, yeah. Cool he has a battery recharger body right body. there. My dude, I man. You know, he reminds me, I don't know if I can say this out here. He reminds me of that guy I'd fucking hang out with back in high school fucking crouch my ass in with fucking you know have a good time smoke some pot fucking have a great day with fucking run around and have great skate I there you go you see that, that look he says he's down ride. in the chat he's telling you he's down so there you go lock it in write it down on that little sheet of paper that you uh posted respect. that picture of yeah man i haven't got like i said i haven't got to meet red but i got fucking tons of respect for that dude you know he's super cool for sure and that's that's one hand i can't wait to shake you know what i mean this, you know, there's so many great things to this fucking community. So many fucking cool people, you know. That's the that is the great thing about this is, you know, this community is people at events, mainly at events, you know, set everything aside that day, whatever flight, yes sir, no sir. Oh yeah, it's for like, sure. Because you're gonna bump into somebody, and nobody gets like their dander up about it. Nobody gets their hackles up. It's like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. And they're like, oh, it's good, bro. It's good. You know, you know I, even, you know, as bad times as this is, I think you could even successfully get a joint, you know, an event going where you people weren't passing joints. So you can just get together and just fucking, how you doing? You know, holding their right. own joint, which, you know, is to get still, you know, a bad to what, you know, is going on. But that's the diehard stoner thing. And the perfect example of that was a Kush stock the day you asked me to fucking, the day this all fucking started. Right? The big, big the fucking rainstorm. Yup, fucking people fucking standing in line in the mud, fucking six hours, us standing there holding them fucking tents down, fucking so. <laughs> that was torrential. People fucking were being rained on. And I didn't see a bad fucking complaining fucking face in the group, man. Fucking people toughed it out. They were fucking smoked. They were interested in everything that went on. Sure, it was a bad day, you know, illy planned at the last minute. In fact, I'll give Kushstock that much because, you know, um, it went off as a bad event. You know, because it was so tight and it seemed bad planned. Well, it was. And because because they didn't uh, think they'd have that many people. No, no, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Not at all. They could have left everything in place, that plan in place, and everybody could have fucking set up right where they were supposed to be. And the crowds could have walked around in the rain, around that oval. Yeah. But Kustak 
the night before said it's going to be rainy and windy. We don't want our fucking crowd to be wet and people be miserable. We're going to jam you fuckers. Sorry, but we're going to jam all you vendors together. Dude, it was we're bad. We're going to set up tents. We're going to try yeah. to keep our best to keep people dry and accommodate and keep people happy. Even well, though, it, you know... Yeah. To me, that's always going to have a special forever. place for me because that's where I met you. That's where I met Abolish Farms. And that's where I met Miss Cantaloupe for the very first time. And it was like I spent so much time, you know, kicking it with them. Actually, I met you at the Cannabis Cup before that. I met you in the Summer Cup of the year before. But you were working the booth. That's what it is. Yeah. Stone. Oh. I think the first year I met you, I was uh, running around backpacking seeds. Yep, because you met up with me with the Pennywise seeds, because I got a hold of you about the CBD, and you were like, yep. And so running around, I can remember that uh, that's where I met Med Grower at. That's where I met for Groly at. I'll almost say you bought a fucking pity pack, because I know good and damn and well. Yep. You were looking for me yep. earlier in the day, and you kind of happened to stumble on me at the last end of the day, and you're Yep. I was yeah, like, I yeah. That's but where I met yeah, Stone I Ninja. Have, I wouldn't held it against you fucking anyway. That was my bad, you know, fucking life. That was a shitty day, man. It took everything I had. Flat tire. If you remember, flat tires, yeah. all that good shit, man. Fucking get to that event. Yeah, but you're a fucking trooper as a caregiver, bro. That's what I always have respected about you is like, as a patient guy, it's always great when you meet a caregiver that is a patient person that's like yeah you know what this is medicine i'm gonna fucking try my damnedest to make sure that i can put it in your hands and <clears throat> you know what i mean like you can't just you know uh, back then you couldn't just run to the store and buy cbd seeds it's it's not that easy it's getting easier now which i think is fucking great but uh you know it i it is what it is, dude. You're you're making it happen for people. You're helping someone help themselves by helping them establish a garden that they can grow themselves, which is better than the weed man that's just going to keep flipping your fucking bags. I mean, if that's cool. If you don't have time for it, hey, fuck it. It's an age-old industry, baby. But, uh, you know, to be able to give someone the ammunition to build a stable and a garden and to grow their own medicine is, like, to me the absolute coolest fucking thing about the say what you want about them the the cannabis laws especially in michigan and then again too you know uh this may be uh, again right back to my fucking buddy sub I, you know i guess there's probably a lot of doubt uh, how good of a sub was a friend of mine and there would be no doubts that uh he would testify that we were really good friends. And anybody that really knew Subcool would tell you that we were fucking good friends and we did talk all the fucking time. And maybe this is uh, not just a effort fucking, it could be, I don't subliminal you know, effort to remember him. It could be fucking, a, moreover, avoid from being that rep, uh, that seed rep that I used to get to be because I fucking love that shit. That was, you know, we talk about bullshit honors or whatever, but uh, that was awesome, man. And it was, 
I always received more credit than I ever fucking deserved making those trips. I might have run my ass down the state to uh, deliver that pack of seeds or whatever. But when I got there, man, the gratitude on the other fucking side was amazing. I, you know, I told I, that was a, one of our conversations all the time was, man, I wish I could just fucking do this. Hey, y'all in chat, y'all have heard of the fucking Pony Express, right? That's the Eagle Express there on the other side of the fucking table from me. I'm sure there's lots of people out there that can fucking testify. There's a lot of hands I shaked and fucking gave seeds to, that's for damn sure. And maybe this is, a, you know, in my own way, something uh, to fill that void, you know, because, you know, that's a lost adventure there. And I, I could probably... I'm stumbling. I'll be first to admit I'm stumbling to uh, to fill that void. You know, I I loved that. It made me feel uh, real special when I put on that dang coat. And All right, so so let me hit you with some some shit here. Okay, you are a craftsman woodworker, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna I give would you call a, myself a master carpenter to be. Okay, honest. so let's let's talk wood. Okay, let's talk wood. What piece of furniture is better? Let's take an old Federalist piece from the fucking, you know, George Washington days, right? It's cool. It's kind of dinged up. It's got some character. It's got some patina to it. Or you can try to buff it all out and refinish it and paint it fucking white and take a picture of it and put it on fucking Pinterest. Which one is better? The original dented fucked up one. Why? Because uh, I guess for the same same reason that uh, when I go into old buildings that I love to look into that black and white photo. Oh yeah, you know, there's just something in there. And you you just said it. Isn't there something about you know just gazing into that black and white? They just tell such a fucking different story. And that's the same thing with that piece, man. Looking at that piece, she tells a story. And that's not not only the story she's telling there is I'm sure that piece is still uh, it's still stained, you know what I mean? It's not painted. Yeah. They loved what back then they didn't stain it, so you can see the dovetails. You can see the craftsmanship in oh, there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's a crime to me if you paint over like old. I have old furniture, you know, like a, a chest of drawers, and it's from the 1950s, early 50s. And it's amazing to me how well made it is and how all of the joints, you know, they're just cut differently. It's not some Art Van fucking knock together bullshit. Oh, man, there is nothing better. I guess I sound stupid. I may fucking sound stupid as fuck here, but I love that uh, discovering an old piece. I was just uh, fucking around St. Vincent DuPaul the other day. Looking For sure. Around, and man, I see some beautiful pieces there. You know, I don't have room for them, I know, but the craftsmanship and everything, I'm like, when I see that, I'm like, do they even know? <laughs> do no. they even know what they no. have, right? You know what I mean? Everybody and, knew that um, Eagle was a weed nerd, but now we're letting them in on the secret that you're actually truly and more long-termly a fucking wood nerd. I'm a fucking nerd in general. I mean, it's one thing, hopefully, as these things go on and these chats go on, there's... There's a lot of facets to Eagle, to be honest with you. It's not just woodworking. You know, I can do. I mean, fuck. 
lots see, of things. I, I'm a good cook. I fucking I cook. I have some seed plants. Remember we talked about that? Yeah. I'm a fucking expert cook. Uh, not just woodworking, but I'm good in all the trades. Uh, I didn't fucking lay a tile. I didn't lay tile until. Um, God, you want to hear? The skill bowl has a little bit of time to for the inside for uh, eagle. Just for a little sure. bit. For sure, as long as you let me shout out sequence, thank you for the citral glue that I'm smoking right now. Back to the story. I fucking love sequence. You fucking shout that dude out any fucking time. Uh, so, if you follow along uh, episode one, I told him that uh, I restored some houses in downtown Flint. Okay. Well, Here's a good story. This is, might be a few minutes, but this is a good story. Um, I'm working there uh, again for the Mott family as one of their personal carpenter, and uh, we're restoring the Harding Mott Foundation, which is Harding is the guy that started Mott College. Well, I'm sorry, he's the son of Charles Stewart, who started Mott College. And Harding was one of the coolest people I've ever met in my life, okay? He, uh, tons and tons of money, tons and tons of respect. My name's known throughout the state, throughout the country. Uh, when they wanted something done, they, uh, he would jump in there with him. There was times when I, you know, I was working on their property digging uh you know have backhoe in there fucking putting building you know digging out foundation for a new project or something and need something that man would jump right in the hole with him you know mil worth millions and millions and millions of dollars and that man would fucking get right there get dirty with you and treat you with just as much respect as you do with me right now uh no no money, no value aside, just man to man. And man, talk about respect for somebody, tons. You know what I mean? And uh, he passed along, he, he passed along their uh, Christian science family. So Mr. Mike got sick and he passed along. I don't, again, I'm not bad talking to anybody, nobody's religion, blah, blah, blah. He passed on. And they built him a foundation downtown Flint. Fast forward, I'm working on that. I'm stripping it down, and uh, everything has to, the house was built in the early 1890s, 1892. So everything had to be historically restored, uh, board by board, at least on the exterior. So I'm outside and I'm jackhammering this fucking solid, solid uh, concrete porch. And I've got one of those fucking jackhammers, yeah, the big boys that, you know, you see the pull behind trailer, truck trailers. And I fucking jackhammer my foot like a dickhead. Fucking uh, wearing tennis shoes that day because I didn't plan to be on the end of I was supposed to be doing trim. Didn't plan to be on the fucking end of the jackhammer that day. But shit has to be done and I'm not one to fucking shy away from uh, what's got to be done. So I grabbed that jackhammer and a fucking jackhammer and first step breaks out and I jackhammer my foot. Motherfucker. 
I go take off running down the road. Son of a bitch. And that fucking hurt like a motherfucker. Sucked it up, went home, come back. And uh, fucking next day, dumbass, think I'm going to be doing trim again, hopping around. Back to the jackhammer. I go out there and I set that fucking jackhammer up and fucking it falls and fucking breaks my foot. No, fuck. Bro. Yeah. So I'm off for a long time and I'm just fucking sitting up there. My being the cool motherfuckers they are, the super rich few people they are. At the time I was working 80 hours a week for them. 75, 80 hours a week. Holy shit, bro. Again, that's the way I roll. <laughs> uh, it fucking intense. And, and good money, you know? Fucking really good money, and uh, I'm not turning that down. Uh, so they offered a, their own workman's comp. They paid for everything, and they offered rather than uh, workman's comp. They're like, hey, we have tile being done here. Uh, we just we want you to come in at night, cut your ass in here, and hang out with the tile guy, <laughs> and lock up when he leaves, and we'll pay you your eighty hours a week. Hell yeah! <laughs> so did you before that? Had you any experience with tile prior to that? No, none. None. Okay, so how old is Eagle none. at this point? I'm um, 24. 24. Woo, but a chick. A fledgling. So, and I'm still really young in my carpenter phase. If you want to get sidetracked on the carpenter end of this, uh, I told Skill Bowl 1 in the first episode, man, this is getting to be some weed nerd shit right here. I'm getting to talk about some old timey stories and shit um <laughs> old timey uh, beverage farmers uh, i was working before i got hired in at the fucking foundation there i did uh for micro work countertops and anything you needed fucking uh reface kitchens shit like that and um i was living next to this house that was being restored and at the end of the night, I was living in a like upper story apartment there, getting way off key here. Um, I was living, but I could see down the dumpster. So I was watching them like throw fucking shit down in, you know, great oak and shit out of this old, you know, 18. You, you know how. Oh, I'm going like, diving, bro. I'm going after that shit. Dumpster. So I, every night when they're fucking going home, I'm trotting my ass over there, fucking jumping in this dumpster and cherry picking. You know, these 12-inch boards and shit out of there. You know, I've got... Uh, but woodworking was still, you know, a good hobby there. I'd framed houses, but it wasn't uh, at that point into the finer ends of it, just as a hobby. And uh, so, uh, here, knock on the... I was I get home every day. You know, countertops don't take long, and they pay good. You know, you need to do one a day, and you fucking make 250 bucks, and fucking cool, I'm going home. So... <laughs> so sure. uh, I'm at home hanging out, smoking weed, and I get a knock on the door, and uh, it's this tall, fucking, burly motherfucker, uh, Jim Carr. I ain't afraid to shout his name out. He's a fucking awesome friend. 
and uh, he's one of my masters there as far as carpentry goes. Oh, right on. Uh, he taught me so much. But he uh, he come over, he's like, hey, man, what the fuck are you doing home at 2 o'clock during the day? <laughs> Getting well, fucking high, bitch. bro. I see, I see your tracks every night fucking back and forth because it was kind of winter. Yeah, sure, I come over and work. He's like, you got carpenter experience? Yeah, I got a little bit. But I end up uh, being his, taking on this apprentice role then and there as uh, his and I ended up taking him on his role later on uh, as he moved on. But uh, he taught me so much. Fucking great dude. But anyways, back to the tile story. So I'm sitting there fucking um, laying tile. Or I'm just hanging out with the tile guys, talking to them. And the guy looks at me. He says, uh, you look familiar, man. Do I know you? And I'm like, nope. You got any family to lay tile? I'm like, I don't know. I kind of think so, but not sure because I'd never met my real father till that point, you know, ever, to be honest with you. And, uh, well, I said, the only thing I know about my real dad is a fucking something about Glenn's tile. Oh, man, I'm really bulging a little bit too much here. So, uh, so he says, yeah, I, I think I work for that company. And not only that, I believe I know your dad. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And we get talking and, uh, yeah, what little facts I have are directly lining up with, uh, you know. What yeah, you had said me. that. Yeah, you told me that when we talked to Vehicle City. You said that there's a whole fucking slew of them. You know what I mean? So, because we were talking about tile. I went to, I was one of those kids in the 90s when I graduated high school that they had the, uh, you could do like the, they called it like skill center and vocational school shit you can do where you go like half a day to high school and half a day to that. So when I was a junior and a senior, I went to do carpentry. And the first year that we did it, um, we actually built a fucking house. So, you know, through the whole school year, got this house done, and then they ended up selling it. The money they got from that, that half of it paid for, you know, like the materials for the next house to be built for the next class. It's cool shit. And then the second year was like book work. So, which was cool. I didn't mind it. But I've always had like a great love for carpentry and stuff. So, you know, I can nerd out totally with you on woodworking and fucking tile and shit like that. I think it's incredible you can do it. It's It's a... It's truly an art, man. You can go deep with that. Well, here where the, I guess it relates back to what I'm telling you about the tile, my skills with tile, is I, I started farting around. Jim Carr made me fucking start fart, farting around with some tile just before that in smaller jobs, and I realized that I had a, a good knack for it. And then after meeting uh, Lauren ended up, I had never even met the guy, and Lauren tells me, He's right in town, you know. You can meet the dude. I met him and uh, ended up meeting the family and whatnot. And come to find out, I'm like fifth generation tile guy. You know, everybody else have owned tile companies and lay tile. Brilliant. I, I think I told you that as well. Yeah, that's it. Tile. But what I realized was uh, it's in my blood. <laughs> so, you know, 
without even being taught, just playing with it, a fucking came second nature as well, as well as everything else I kind of do. I'm telling you, I'm really a fucking nerd, and when I when I do things, I'm I'm really particular about it. You know, I I really I want to put some skill level into it. I want to see some fucking detail. And uh, you're always trying you know, to grow, just like your plants, just like as a fucking grower. I mean, you're always trying to learn. That's in my later all days, my carpenter days of fucking around with shit. I, you know, I built a, I man, I, someday I wish I could just show you masses of shit, but I was really working with uh, inlay stuff. I love to fucking inlay pieces. I can multi. You're talking about shit. like mosaics on wooden shit, right? That's dope. Shit like that. I can inlay shit like fucking crazy. And, uh, I like to rock, build round my, you know, round shit. I like to bend wood. I like to. Uh, put Dude, that's wood an art right there, there too, man. So when I was a kid, like, I never used to know how they did it. Like when I was a kid, I didn't understand that they basically used a piece of plywood, and then they would screw, you know, like to make the arches and shit for things. You would screw the two by fours on. You make the cavity for it, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. Now I understand how we're doing. Dude, I can make you fucking. I've made uh, reproduced fucking eight foot mahogany fucking panel raised panel fucking doors well, as a skateboarder what do you think that old skillbo was doing at the age of 13 when i'm out there fucking scabbing wood together and shit to build a quarter pipe at the end of my mom's fucking driveway and using like 500 fucking nails to do something that just didn't need that many but i was one of those over engineering kids you know, I'm a, I'm a really big fucking dude and I've always been big. So like when I was young, like 13 years old and shit, I'm like grown man size. And so all my friends that are, are skaters are still, you know, like 155 pounds and shit, you know, and I'm out there this big brute. So I got to make sure that I'm not going through the ramp when I'm fucking daredevil. See, this has fucking been awesome as fuck, man. I'm so glad we had the opportunity. Me long too. overdue long just fucking overdue and better yet I mean, we got all these fucking amazing folks just fucking hanging out having a good time with i don't us. even know how many people are, are hanging out i didn't want to look at the number in case it was like just me we're and you on here well i don't give a shit if we were down to one i'd still think that one would be awesome motherfucker liam mass is a good ass woodworker i don't know if you know that about him hopefully no. we'll get to touch about that but man i've seen some his cool shit man he uh I've seen him uh, do some cool, really cool shit with electricity. Nails on each end of the board and, you know. Oh, yeah, like the lightning strike shit, man. Those are pretty fucking dope. Yeah. Then you can do that with, like, the epoxy and stuff, too, you know. Yeah, he's fucking a cool dude. I don't know. Have you ever met Liam? No, I have not had the pleasure. Super good dude, man. You know, I've met him a few times, and it's always been... A pleasure on my end, and I can't wait to chat with that motherfucker tomorrow. And right I, on, Scarecrow. Four twenty. I see you I'll too, put man. Put that out too, man. That's a nasty flaw I have. If you ever hear me call somebody a fucker, motherfucker, it's always with love. You know, don't I? It's just a shitty slang term for my. Uh, I guess myth people. Eagle, you and I are old, that. dude. We come from a different time, man. People have to cut us some slack. You actually are just a. Scotch older than I am, which makes me feel fucking fantastic. Because for a long I time, I thought I was the fucking the bald eagle of the group, man. You notice I 
I watched and stayed very fucking quiet about that. Yeah, you that did too. for like I ever see. too. I was like, God damn it, Eagle. Then one day you just wanted to bust my balls. I every morning, guys, every morning we have these fucking group chats and shit going on. And so you know, just kick it. And there's a lot of people in chat, you know, that are parts of different ones and and Eagle will come through and just bust your balls every once in a while. Just it's what he does, man. Always makes people smile. He's always the first person to say great morning. He never says good morning. He always says great morning. It should be, you know, you should wake up and look at it as every day as if you look at it as morning or whatever, you're already pre predestined. You know what I mean? You have to wake up with that positive attitude and sure. say, it's, it's not a good morning. It's a great morning. Let's start off with great morning. I'm going to make it that way. Look, we're even older than the people in the chat. They're like young bucks to us. But uh, stay yeah, young. Fuck yeah, I, I try. I enjoy. You know, I enjoy you guys. Fucking. You're sniffing around I, closer, Doc, but not there yet. There's still uh, so many sides to us that eat each one of us, and that's what I. That's what I hope to intend with this, and, and I'm sure what you're doing with the late but late night sesh is the, to show these sides of us. We all have our cannabis sides that we show on our Instagrams and fucking on the show, you know. You know, even though we're we're talk showing our fun sides a little bit, but it's still cannabis based, you know. We're not far straying off too far. But there's more to the story to each and every one, you know? There's more than cannabis, you know? You're a cool motherfucker. Dude, look you how know? young they're. They're getting what younger and younger in the that, chat on us. But this shouldn't be our only subject, brother. You know, that's, that's no. the exact way. You know I what? I, we, we do have to smoke one. with Everybody in chat, I know everybody's holding out there. You Let's have a virtual session, man. Let's all fucking roll something up, man. And let's fucking yeah, burn it down together. It's positive you're love. Not, yeah, if you're not already, hey, just I'm catching up. Look, man, I've done, I've smoked the entire time. I try to do that every fucking show. Um, not that it's something I have to try to do. It's something, unfortunately, that I do, and that's what gives me the voice that everybody likes. Um, is let's talk about, from my perspective for a second, what I dig about this. The show and this chat is a really good example right now because it the plant does a lot of things for us. But one of the things that the plant does besides service medicine for us is that it brings people together and it lets people find a common ground. You can have conversations like these or the ones that are happening in chat. I got really dry mouth from this, so this is really good cannabis. Anyway, uh, not to stray afar from my point, I think it's great that the plant brings so many of us together and it gives us a starting point to have these kind of conversations. And if you notice, there's never any bullshit in the chat. Nobody's ever in there banging. Everybody's in there being encouraging with each other. Everybody's trying to, you know, each one teach one. I fucking, I love it, man. And I feel like I you and I are having crazy. these conversations you know, he, between us. That's yeah, one of you, my favorites. Glad you said that. That is, that's one of my favorites right there. God, that is such a great inspirational phrase. And it should be the truth. You know, the other end of that is what is it? You know, reach back when you get up, get your feet, reach back and pull one off. And that's if everybody had that mentality, we'd fucking be in a great world. That's for sure. And uh, 
in your own way. I don't know if that's what you did. And, you know, again, props up to you, man. I love you, brother, for, you know, bringing me in. Thank you. Oh, yeah, man. I love you too, Eagle. And I love what we fucking have here with these folks, man. I think it's, see everybody out there. Yeah. That's crazy, man. So what I'm saying is that the, the plant brings us together. And no matter how old or how young we are, if you're, as you're looking at ages here, let me just try to tie all this shit together in a nice little package. Is get all these different people in different age groups. And we all come from different walks of life. And we all grow differently. We all grow different plants. We all enjoy different smokes. So there's nothing but this vast, crazy, cool fucking pooling of differences that cannabis is able to bring together under one fucking ash. Uh, you, you phrased it all so beautifully. But, uh, Shout out to Dabsmiths. Lighten me up. Did he? Oh, I was hoping. I I, I extended the olive branch out to him as well. Uh, that's another cat right there. Uh, he's very elusive, but he's be, fucking awesome, man. I've had briefly, I've met him several times. with you guys briefly, 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 and um, but got to speak with him in chat, and I you know, I love that dude's attitude. He's a fucking hustling dude, down to earth. Here's that uh, I know he loves the motivational shit that uh, that I like too. You know he listens to a lot of that bullshit. Uh, what's uh, Goggins? I know we share. Uh, we like to listen to Goggins and fucking comedy. But he's a hustler. I'd like to get that cat on too. You know I admire anybody that hustles, and I know that dude gets up bright and fucking early and is hustling and doing his thing and probably listening to his motivational things. And I know he fucking relates to the great mo great morning. Uh, Listen, man. Listen, every morning you wake up and whether you know it or not, you remind yourself of who you are. You remind yourself of the things that you like and the things that you don't like and fucking all your petty grudges and stupid bullshit. Look, every morning when you get up, if you're just grateful and you're mindful you try to be empathetic and like not of all of us are morning people not everybody is as fast as you or as smart as you you know what i mean it's cool but just it's that mindset man it's all about like shifting your paradigm sometimes if you find yourself like getting angry at somebody like what is that stemming from it's, it stems from your inability to accept things in that person as they are in that moment not like they were like five minutes ago or like you think they should be right fucking now or the way that you hope they're going to be the next time some bullshit like this comes up. But you just, it's your refusal to accept things as they are. So you get frustrated and shit. Frustration leads to anger. Smoke a joint, man. It's just balance it out. Accept shit. Accept people. It keeps your blood pressure lower. It, life is a lot less stressful that way. Cheers. See, I think, uh, again, this is a great starting point, but this shouldn't be the only point. I think we've just stumbled on to uh, another uh, bonding point we have there. I think uh, from listening to you talk, we have uh, a bond and a like for psychology and motivation as well. It sounds like you could spend some time listening to some like Alan Watts and shit like that. Dude, Alan uh, Watts is the shit, man. I've listened to a lot of that cat. 
fucking brain coffee, man. That shit. Then and when we were talking about uh, early, when you mentioned earlier about uh, needing them battery charged and shit like that, and I need to fucking calm down or feeling anxiety. I fucking absolutely love to uh, put on some Alan Watts and fucking something like that and just. Let my brain go. Let my thoughts go and listen to what he's... He's got such a soothing voice anyhow. Much like yourself. But uh, what he's laying down there fucking can set your mind just so running in so many directions. It's better than coffee itself. There's been many a fucking nights where I've listened to that man like a fucking hour-long fucking lecture and fucking been so... <laughs> you know what I mean? Just fucking pondering different shit that there's no way I'm going to bed. I might as well stay in the fucking garden and you know do my shit because uh mine's on fire. I didn't even need that coffee. You know, there's so there's also times where you might wake up seeing that uh inspirational chat or you know, I've a link to something stupid inspirational I've laid down. That's cause I've been up all fucking night fucking listening to that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm feeling inspirational. I'm trying to just there you go. Everybody <clears> you're trying to I spread that positive energy, man. Pass it along, somebody, if you can feel it on the other end. Okay, so look, you got all these different plants behind you. We know that you have the vault of vault of fucking seed options. And you talk about how sometimes you're dealing with like a racy mind and shit. There's no way you can sleep. In all the strains that you have or that have slipped through your fingers, which one have you used or which one do you use to basically turn down with so that you can finally sleep? Hmm. pound hammer is a good one. You've had that one for quite a while. Yeah, and that's kind of why. That's a never, a never fail. Want to go night night with you? Oh, my the original fucking. Uh, OG Kush I had was like that straight fuel. And I think uh, well, at some point I we've chatted whatever, but I had to grow. I had to quit. I've got those seeds still. And I was listening to uh, some botany bullshit earlier today. It was really inspirational to hear that uh, fucking they've harvested and uh, germinated seeds from 30,000 years ago from fucking trees. So anything I have in my seed bank, there's hope for it. Sure. Well, <laughs> speaking of your you seed bank, I basically have popped two different things this week. Uh, you gave me that one seed of the blueberry headband, which oh, is so soaking right now. And I also took five seeds of the marmalade. And I drop those in to soak. So hopefully those will germ for me and I'm able to bring those to the end without killing them off on some stupid shit. And I'm that able marmalade. to sample those smokes. Actually, I had no problem. Uh, uh, patients wanted that like crazy. The only problem I had with that was trying to keep some for myself. So and what was... were the terps that you were getting off it? Just basically the marmalade taste and decent oh, stone? Um, it was definitely a, like a melon, but it was like a, like almost like a day old kind of melon. It was super like a sweet, 
kind of you know how like when fruit goes bad, it gets sweeter. It just, yeah. It had that kind of you know it was good, but just kind of the you know ripe side. But then you tasted it. It just it it was sweet. It was a super great taster. Super great yogurt. It was just a fucking uh, cloning accident that uh, didn't keep her around. <laughs> cloning accident. I, I, you know, I laugh, but I need to get the fuck off here. After I get off here, I got to cut some fucking clones, man. Thank you for I reminding fucking, me. Uh, I ain't going to fucking, when I fuck up, I'm, I'll take responsibility for that. And I'm not afraid to admit it when I fall down. They're learning experiences. So fucking, um, yeah, I lost her in a cloning accident. That OG Kush, that original one, that motherfucker, I had to quit growing that. The reason I switched up and started growing, that was when I started the TGA adventure. Next one up was uh, Crazy Train. But uh, that OG fucking Kush, man, that shit was, woo, you couldn't do anything. Seriously, I mean, it I locked you out, couch locked? Couch yeah. Locked. I was yeah. literally couch locked until the last mud was gone. It was like, I just can't. I got a function. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of that, I want to give a shout out to uh, Silver Squirrel Farms because his key went all copper is that fucking, if I get into that at the wrong time of the day, that shit will fucking lock me out too, man. So I love good fucking plants like that. A lot of times they got like Afghan and you know what I mean? Shit like that, that gripping power. That was tasty. I really enjoyed that sample you gave me. That, uh, I don't want, uh, I got cotton mouth like a fucking bitch. Kiuna copper. There you yeah. go. Yeah, that hairy Where's bitch, tape? man. Yeah, and it's funny. I grew it out this time under a 4K quantum board, and the terps on it are just so much fucking more pronounced and loud, and just like, oof, man. Love I love my LIQ for sure. And, uh, and uh, it's just for matter <clears throat> uh, for me. Uh, we got to do some horse it. swapping on that, man, because I know you've got some fucking old school blurples or something sitting up in there. I got to get I got to pry from you from my bed so I can get this shit rocking. Because oh, no you you got into these <laughs> way early, dude. You were one of the very first people to get these. You've been through several of these incarnations of LED growing. So I think that's awesome. Yeah, I definitely have played with them and mixed with them. And uh, I, I love them. I have not. I'm just now to the point with uh, low pro max where I'm like, yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I think we're ready to start pulling down some HBS these hoods, which I hate pulling down these hoods because they they they've so many stickers and so many many, many memories. The bitch has been good to me, you know, and uh, produced so many great flower. I hate to pull them down, but uh, you know. Times to change, you know. That's why I always tell people about the fucking herbs now that talk shit. I'm like, I bet you you're at home still lighting your house with a fucking candle, aren't you? <laughs> Afraid to try new things and shit. Shit evolves, dude. Well, everything <laughs> that I've sat here and smoked this evening was courtesy of you. And when you handed it to me, you told me that there was nothing in these jars that was older than five days. And that some of those things had come directly out of the herb now correct yeah the fucking insane was yeah, yeah. For sure. and what have i said all fucking week on some form of social media and also to you and in the chats and shit like that i'm just like man 
I cannot get over some of the flavors on these things and how good they are. And I know that sounds really fucking hokey to anybody other than me and you and the other people that seen it in chat. Is this going to come off as like, this is some fucking bullshit, man. But I'm telling you, I didn't even think about it at any time until you just mentioned that. And then I was like, oh, shit. Oh, I love that drag. That fucking insane in the membrane. If you go back to uh, the first episode, if you watch, not saying you watch or you have to watch or whatever. But that huge bitch that overgrew the light? If you happen to catch, that's all I'm saying. If you happen to catch, this is insane. She was in a three gallon uh, the other day on that episode. And that bitch was probably about four foot tall. I actually pull it out, show it. It's nasty looking. And it talked about the only thing I was going to do with it was probably take some clones and chuck it. And I joked about just fucking bending her down. And I, I jokingly said, I bet you I could bend this bitch down. And she was still hit the, the light. ceiling of that. You should try it. That's what I would do. <laughs> I did. She's right here. And it, you can't say a story the old morning while I was like, lasso that bitch down. Yeah. That's what I did. Hey, uh, fucking, I pulled that four footer down. She's actually touching the fucking dirt right yeah, here. Yeah, that's what I would do too, because it's going to stretch at least three feet. And, uh, and Mass is asking if that's a mass medical strain. No, that is an ethos genetics. Yeah, this is ethos. You know what? This I want to pop us. You have given me the sample of the OGOGO and we got those seeds promotionally free when we went to one of these did you get some of those too yeah I do have a pack of those dude and I never got to them so they're sitting in my little cedar box that I have and I was going through the box the other day and I seen them and I said oh shit man because I really really enjoyed uh the sample that I got from you I loved the structure on it i really liked how frosty and it was really really sticky and it was it was good medicine for scope on that yeah it definitely has uh to me it reminds me of the sweet island scope that's what it reminds me of and classic it's super tasty yeah you nailed it right there classic got that classic and i like it too and I got to, you know, I know that I'm sitting here, you know, sometimes you don't put things together until you process it a few times, but uh, it puts me in the mind of uh, Sweet Kush. I grew out uh, Sweet Kush for a long time and it was all right. And the, uh, the high wasn't there. I was looking for like an OG Kush kind of high, you know what I mean? I was looking for that fucking just... <laughs> but it, that's not what I got with the sweet kush. And um, it was really flavorful, more of a daytime weed. I'd say it was a hybrid straight up the middle or, you know, right up. The, but it wasn't knock out, but it was good weed, uh, good cannabis. I shouldn't be saying weed. And uh, so I moved from there to here. And like, fuck it, it worked out to be <laughs> the sweetest gift, I swear to God. I moved up here and uh, all everything up here, that's a story for a different day. 
like a whole five caregiver system <laughs> north 200 miles and uh it was the minute before uh my the, my perpetual had a skip so um I had a dry spot first time in like fucking 10 years and way the fuck up here, no dispensary and fucking nowhere. Might as well went outside and fucking tried to smoke regular fucking grass. And I'm going through some boxes of, uh, I'm, un- I'm still unpacking from then to here and I come across this fucking jar of that sweet kush. And I cracked that thing open. It had been fucking jarred for nine months. Oh, wonderful. And it was a completely different strain. And so good. It might have been, maybe it was just because it was, you know, so long and the only thing I had. But it was one of those ones that, uh, man, I was like almost burning your fingers on it. You're like, oh, man. <laughs> and the whole time I'm thinking, if I would have known, because that was one of the ones I, as the, the popular phrase now is uh, Spartan Kick, got Spartan Kick. Yep. She gone. And uh, I didn't fucking, just didn't see the value in it. But nine months later, after seeing what a good fucking long dark cure could do, whoo, I fuck yeah, I would have kept that shit around and let it fucking age properly, you know. And that's another thing, too, is uh, I don't think. Uh, that happens anymore. You know, we all talk about cures and yeah, we cure. We, uh, to a good, nice, dry, uh, movable point, but we're not curing for long-term storage. And, uh, we, we're not discovering shit like that. A lot of the strains that we're growing right now and enjoying, uh, maybe, uh, we may be enjoying them a lot more if we were to fucking misplace that jar down the road, you know, for six months and open it up again and go, wow. You know, she just needed to go that little bit further. You know, note to self, don't open that jar for another month. Dude, I've, it's one nice thing as like a sole proprietor grower is I'm able to do things like that, like set a little bit aside and jar it, cure it properly then tuck it off in the corner and come back to it later on. And the longest okay. I've held one is 14 months. And it was a strain that was called Twisted Citrus. And it came from a seed that came from a Dispo pack, you know, back when they used to put the labeling and shit on there. So obviously, you know, grew it out. And this shit was fucking smashed. And... I it had really really huge buds grew to be like six feet tall luckily I had the ceiling to deal with it's no issue but uh, at the end of 14 months it's like when you smell the outside of the bud it just had like a certain cannabis smell but it was faint but as soon as you broke it open it was like some of the sweetest like that old Cali orange smell man like oof good shit telling you right now your search for blueberry as far as uh well i'm sure you could always look for a good blueberry sativa and a thinker but uh i you're gonna be too happy with a good cut of that blueberry sativa what i passed you 
Yeah, I got the blueberry Quintessa. I think that was in Detroit. I can pass you a slight sample of that. It might have been Clio. I can't remember. But that was a, you know, that wasn't, that didn't even do that straight justice, brother. I still get, don't have it. In fact, I I would love it back, (laughs) to be honest with you, because I don't even have it. And I have people asking for it all the fucking time. But that will be your blueberry keeper right there. That yeah. thing drips blueberry flavor, and it does have a nice CBD end to it. It won't be that one that you're going to fucking want to fucking couch lock on, but it will be that one when you've got that anxiety or your back's locked up or that moment where you just, that moment where we were just talking where we just need to step back and recharge your battery. Blueberry Contessa will be your fucking pocket pocket smoke right there. You'd be like, yep. That's what I want to do is I got to go take cuts off of that. And what else do I have in flour right now that I'm keeping? Um, I have Sour Melon from Abolished OG and also running his Skunk Number 1. Both of those for the first time in flour. Uh, Shout out to Spartan Grown. I have Headlights from him, which was a headband and Northern Lights Cross. And I also have his Spartan glue in flower. I have a Silver Squirrel Farms Q&R Copper and the Abolished OG from Abolished Farms as well. That's what's in my flower room. So. Sounds like a garden of fire right there. Yeah, man. That's my home. So, you know, I'm just always looking for something that I can use. I realize now that there is no, I mean, there may be a silver bullet strain out there, but until the time that I find that I have to make do maybe by mixing a couple of different strains at certain different times a day, or maybe roll up a salad joint where you grind a 50, 50 or whatever the ratio works for you. You know what I mean? Find your own medicine, but I would love to find something to take away the general, like fibromyalgia pain. It's not just your back. You just like, it's like constantly feeling like you fucking worked out like the day before the day. You're just beating. Oh, it's not. Please tell me. I don't know fibromyalgia myself, but please, please tell me it isn't that like when you're walking, you feel like your hips are just kind of floating along with you. And it's just, is it it's, that kind of fucking pain? It is, you know, when you work out way too hard like you haven't worked out for a long time or if you go say for example you go like ice skating or roller skating it's not something you do all the time and the next morning you wake up and everything fucking hurts in your legs like that's what your whole body kind of feels like sometimes when the shit's fucking if i don't have any cannabis or anything like that then yeah a lot of it is just bullshit ass fucking pain like that so that's why i smoke and uh i smoke copious amounts of cannabis to Cure what ails me. Dude, as soon as we get off with this, I'm gonna set you aside some of this. Uh, this right here, you know, what oh, I guess would hash man, hash man. This is fucking out. close to uh, festival hash right here. This you know what? Be- Hold on, let me dig around here for a minute because I have some red festival fucking hash somewhere in all of this. This is, uh, you know, full spectrum right here. This is uh, 45 through uh, 90 mixed Look, together. I got you right here. Death Star hash. 
courtesy of Red Setter Farm. You know this what? Let's let's burn right. one. I don't. Mean, I didn't mean to cut you off, man. Red deserves fucking everything you could say good about that motherfucker. And again, that's not. A, I hope you don't watch that. Go, motherfucker. You called me a motherfucker. I mean it totally in a loving, loving way. One hundred percent, Red. If you catch that shit. But, oh, he is still here. Fucking yeah, Brad. Nah, shout out. Dude, Red used to be the one that would haunt the fucking Twitch stream. When there was no one else, there was Red. I have so much fucking mad love for Red. We got to do... Hey, look, man. We got to do one. We definitely do. He's Red is definitely one of them people that... Uh, you just see it. You can, you can see that spark. You know, you can just see... For sure. Not just the spark, but you can see the genuine character in him. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. If Red was a I dog, like if Red was a dog, Red would be like the fucking Irish setter, man. Just like happy-go-lucky dog with big fucking tail. Like, hey, man, it's all good. He <laughs> says he's always lurking. <laughs> yeah, man, you always are lurking. But what I wanted, what I was getting to with this is uh, this trim here uh, is a mix of uh, everything in the garden. Okay, that trim uh, was dried and then uh, mixed with uh, everything as it went along. But it was a dry trim, dry trim run, and it sat for a while. So I'm sure. Uh, everything started breaking down to the next uh, phases of the molecule. And, Shout out, Red. Uh, there you go. Right there, man. Man, this this uh, stuff right here, it's, I was bragging up today. I'm like, man, it's such a great body buzz. You know, it packs a nice slow-burning joint when you sprinkle it in there, roll one. But uh, it's not usually when you smoke a good hash and I'm not saying this ain't happening that I'm not fucking just super stoned <laughs> but uh, it's uh, overall wellness man and your body just feels super relaxed and you know I'm right there with you we're no young chickens anymore and uh, man when them days where nothing hurts are fucking awesome dude and, some uh, of the fucking you, best sleep you'll get it's from a hash bowl. Oh, man. There's nothing better than some good bubble. The only thing, in my opinion, better than some really good bubble is a scissor hash. And I'm kind of anal about that, man. I'm, I'm not using no train, no trimmers. I'm scissors. And as I go along and I see that gooey ball. Here you go, Red. Check it out. Shop glass. And I scrape that right off in the shop glass. That shit adds up really quick. And that's an amazing bowl at the end of trim right there. It's like, you're like, oh, yeah. Especially if it's a new strain. You haven't got the smoke yet. And you're just fucking, oh, I can't wait to try this. For sure, shit, man. man. Oh, that's the mm. definitely the nice right there. I and love more it. Than when you get it torched just fucking right, man, and she just fucking takes off all on her own, man, you know you got it. Oh, you yeah. get that little bubble sizzle. Oh, you know, I that's love it because, edge, like, Good hash is like a fucking horse hoof to the head, man. Like, that's a test of bubble right there. I don't know. I'm not for sure if that's exactly. And it could be the term where bubble hash came from. 
But back in the days, even Frenchie would tell you, I've heard this story. Yeah, you would just light it. It would just get that little fucking. Yeah. That was a way of checking quality. You walk up and hit your lighter to that shit, and if it fucking bubbles, you got you fucking good hash. It wasn't all particulate and crap, you know? So that's always a great test of uh, hash. Another one is if you hit that motherfucker and get it going, if you can't put that shit out, <laughs> you got yourself some good fucking hash. As long as you get it lit right. You have to get it lit right, though. Roll, yeah. You got to get it rolling, and then you can't put that shit out. Oh, man. Fucking, this has been awesome. Fucking, I really, really can't thank you enough. There you go, when you get the flame bowl. Fuck yeah. A little blow. There, see. Uh, fuck yeah. I'm getting stony. I, can you believe I'm still smoking this fucking original joint that uh, I rolled up in the beginning of this adventure? Well, that's what I'm saying. That that was that big fucking hog stick that we had at Vehicle City, bro. That was that was a burner. I still got a, this is a, and people might be looking at this going, oh god, that shit looks like shit. But that's a and normally I would take better care of my bubble. This is a was and should be some full melt bullshit. Red Red has a name for that. Red calls that festival hash. This but that was uh some fresh froze that I washed and uh just didn't put it up and care for it. It's like incense. You're right, Red. <laughs> it's been sitting right here. This is no lie, Skillbo. And you know, uh, off camera, what what the yield was on that wash. But oh, uh, yeah. that tray's been sitting right here. And I've just been kind of with every joint. Roll, roll, roll. Worm. <laughs> Little worm on everything. Look at this grass. It's warming it. <coughs> and hash always gives you that good hash cough too, man. Ooh, she's still man, just the a only cheaper, thing I man. don't. The only thing I don't like about bubble is uh, once I have that shit in my possession, I'm smoking that. If it's really, it's usually really good. So you're in that hash coma. You're if like I had a set of bags, I would fucking do it. I really would, man. Brother, fucking come. Meet up with me. I'll bring you some lights, and I got a fucking tote right there full of bubble bags. Do you seriously have fucking bags? <laughs> I've got fucking, I don't know how many 90 bags, how many 45s. The only ones I don't have multiple bags, and that's because I buy, I usually buy good bags, but the only ones that really go bad in, uh, are the 25s. The 25s, 25s 2537s, they, if, and they, especially, I guess, I want to back up one more time on that. Depends on uh, material. If you're running fucking fire fresh froze, kiss that fucking bag goodbye, unless you're soaking it in alcohol in between poles, not just after the fact, but in between poles, because that shit will fucking grease up a bag in no time. That's why I gave up the 25. I don't even fucking run that bitch anymore. But uh, that's why I got multiple bags. It's fucking years of trying to get that 25 bag, buying a kit, you know, 25, 30 bucks, a eight bag kit for that 25. <laughs> then you get so many of the other ones laying around and the rest of them are still good. It's always just that 25, 37. They go bad. 
Ooh. And it, it's like I said, fresh froze. Uh, if you're running a drying material, uh, letting it soak, you won't have that. Is that problem as bad? You won't get that super uh, greasy, greasy need to wash the end of the bag. It'll be still good hash. Don't get me wrong, but it'll never be. That Shit, quality. I'm taking your lead, brother. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, you guys know what you're doing. Look at CC still chiefing over here, just beautifully. Red, <laughs> nice job, bro. Yeah, I can't wait to. I'm telling you, this fucking. I don't even want to get into on that subject, but that, yeah, that man, bullshit, I feel you. I feel you. It fucking sucks, man, because so many cool fucking people that you know. It could be a long time before. I actually fucking. Went into the growth store yesterday, and I didn't even think about it. Walked in, and hey, you know, the owner, hey, hey, Eagle, how you doing? I walk up, and just, he kind of uh, uh, turned his shoulder to me at first, and I put my hand out, and he fucking shook my hand, and I'm like, oh, man, that's right. I forget about, forget about that shit. Sorry, man. I didn't, hope I didn't offend you. Hope you're not a super germaphobe, but, uh. I forget. It's, it's also weird, especially, I know you can relate. Whoever, anybody can relate. Whoever fucking seen these weird days fucking come? No, yeah, no, this is where, like, old men like us are in rocking chairs in the old part of the movie. Never yes, seen man. nothing like it. Man, we still got a bunch of cool motherfuckers hanging out. Man. How many this people we got still? How many people are there? We still got eight. Jill just left, so we still got seven. We got Bloom okay. Farms, Red, and everybody else is still hanging in there. Watching. I'm gonna. We'll we'll do it till two o'clock. How's that sound, guys? Fucking yeah, it's fucking cool. I can't believe I got you for this long. It's fucking amazing. That's I'm a talker, I'm, man. That's what I do. I I smoke and I talk and ruminate and occasionally say cool shit or funny shit. Oh no, man! Fuck, this is. Fucking awesome. I can't wait to fucking get this chance with some of the other fucking panel members too. Just uh you know, like I said, we've all come together for cannabis, but how much in the end do we really, you know, know each about each other? And I guarantee what we just exposed of ourselves tonight just bonded anybody that who watched the show with us and can relate. We just made an un a bond we don't even know about. No, it's just been a smoke session. You know what I mean? You and I are hanging out, having a conversation, smoking. They're in the chat. They're having their own conversations. They're kind of following along sometimes with what we're saying. Sometimes they're doing their own things, but they're having their own sessions. Cool, man. It's just cannabis as like a as a community vehicle. I'm slightly ahead of you. Even though I didn't pop my head up and start doing social media or uh, show social media. I've been on social media for a Long time popping my head up. Uh, I've been around just a hair longer, you know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, I don't know as you're getting further into this, I'm sure you're getting more of this. But people watch this stuff, and like I'm talking about, these moments of bonding, you know, relating people relating to our lives. Uh, have you had those instances where you've we've been lucky enough to meet up with a Groski and uh. 
they've told you something that we've like from one of these stories that we talked about oh yeah i know you're a carpenter and you talked about you worked on this and you go wow yeah i had somebody that met me at the grocery store and they were like they had been listening to the podcast already because i was trying to do like a cheap plug you know what i mean like hey man if i want to check these like dude fuck i didn't even fucking know man this is a really good guy um shout out patrick but uh it's it's just you're hanging out the conversation just kind of goes where it goes there's never it's like there's no hard topics in these things i mean you can you can have that kind of show you can you can run that kind of organized thing i'm not for or against them but i'm cool with just doing the same thing that i've done most of my life with cannabis which is get high and talk to other people and learn new shit or just have good fucking cheap laughs i think we both will agree that either one of us can hang and talk cannabis intelligently uh for hours you know what i mean but, I'm passionate, uh, man. I may not be the best fucking grower, but I'm sure passionate about it. And I am enthusiastic, so it's got to count for something. There's just all I'm, you know, we've said all through this. There's just more to life and more to you aspect to that than cannabis. I respect your cannabis knowledge and fucking goddamn it, we'll catch that Sunday on the Michigan Rose Grow Show. Don't miss that shit every Sunday and all through the week, that great content. Fucking, uh, yeah, you know, it's just fucking cool that we get to do this. Fucking, got a little sidetracked there, but I'm plugged. Baby, come back. (laughs) Fucking been a good night. I hope uh, this builds and uh, happens more often. I'm telling you, anytime you want to come on, you're more than welcome. Anybody from We're going to test that theory, brother. We will test that fucking theory because... You know, I, I know the I know the rules of fucking etiquette on this shit. Like right now, it's just a general conversation, and we could just kind of talk and say whatever the fuck it is, and talk over each other and shit. I you know, and the I traffic wanted, laws. I guess I owe Red and abolished uh, apology because I didn't extend that out branch out yet to them. But it's almost like the show thing. Uh, We're just hanging out, dude, know, and people are hanging out with us. I haven't got my chance with you yet, so I'm not going to necessarily pull them in. But uh, any other time, yeah, that'd be fucking great. But uh, I was actually bummed yesterday because I didn't even really think about it. And I owe fucking Seacliff a bit of an apology. I seen him bopping around later in chat. And uh, I'm sure he would have been more than, I bet you anything I'm willing to bet. He wanted to pop in and help me through that uh, little stumble moment I had going there in the beginning. And I should have uh, been smart enough to realize to shoot him some numbers and then like, hey, brother, help a brother out. (laughs) He doesn't mind. No, he don't mind. I'm sure he would have. So, yeah, yesterday was kind of comical. You know, I'm new to this and I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I don't even give a shit if I record it. I don't even care if people watch me stumble and fall. And all I can say is, uh, like I said earlier, Cheers, I'll burn one. Yeah. I'll pick myself up and I'll do this again and I won't make this mistake tomorrow and we'll push forward. You know, we'll, we'll get each one will get undoubtedly better. I'm sure. 
So, and uh, fucking, it's cool people like you that uh, day by day, this banter will get uh, easier and um, more warming. Tonight was fucking super easy. Tonight was exactly what I thought it would be. And thank you for that, man. I did. Like I said, I didn't even worry twice about uh, dead spots. Or you, you hit me in the DM. You got something you want to talk about? Nope. Don't even okay. fucking care. No, there it's gonna go. work. I didn't even have to put thought into it. No. It was already over. No, it was already over and done. I knew it was fucking gonna be okay. So, I was gonna yeah, do the same thing to you that I do to everybody in the podcast, which is if you if you're one of those people that. You need the the structure of like, hey, let's have a general umbrella topic. Then we'll talk all around it. Hey, man, I'm cool with that. But if you want a free flow, that's my forte. I expect that tomorrow too with uh, the great interview with uh, Liam Mass. Uh, I expect that to just be a free flowing, just a gravy, just gravy interview again. People don't realize that, uh, and I never realized. I guess I had a, I had a suspicion that, uh, you know, the thrills all over here, man. You know what I'm saying? It's fun, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Fucking, I, I, you know, I am so looking forward to these one-on-ones with you know, like Liam. I get to see him. I've met him quite a few times. He's a cool motherfucker. And I can't wait to talk to him. It's been a long time. And I, and again, I think this, that will be exclusive because I don't think he's popped his face up uh, on social media other than in person too. So everybody will get him uh, a bit of a treat there on a live. If he, if he goes live, it may be just a picture, but even if it's a picture, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Who cares? If it's just a picture. I mean, I don't know. I don't even care. As long as I get the conversation, I know. That's all you I know the conversation. Yourself. Tomorrow's a no-brainer. I, I won't even sweat that shit. The biggest, for me, the biggest sweat in this right here. The sig- is the signal. Was getting it set up and making sure everything was fucking rolling okay. I knew once everything went live, everything was going to fall in place. I wasn't, didn't sweat that shit at all. And I hope uh, future guests fucking uh, feel as warm, feel and welcome as you do and can see that uh, if you're asked on to be that this is, you know, I'm not going to get you on here. That the, the name might be talking shit with Eagle, but it's just a rough, you know, loving phrase of just two people talking, talking shit. And that's what friends do, talk shit. And it's not necessarily that we're bad mouthing anything. It's just like I said, two friends getting along, talking shit. And I, I hope you're comfortable on coming on. And uh, you know, I hope this. I, I, I look at it like this, out. okay? So check it out. You're talking about you don't care who comes on here, and if they don't have video, it doesn't matter. Which I totally am down with that. If you want to keep your anonymity, that's fine. Um, but you, you're talking about like. The, the name of the show. I mean, does it really matter to people? Would people be happier if the name of the show was something like uh, Late Night Flights with Eagle? I, don't, I mean, does that really make a difference in the conversation? I don't think it does. I mean, maybe maybe it does for people that are uncomfortable in general. And, you know, that kind of sucks because those could be really interesting conversations that we're missing out on. 
you got to look past the name of the author on the cover and the title of the book. You just dig in, man. Give it a shot. You know, I think uh, if you would have known me, ah, shit, I would probably been seven years ago. I wouldn't have been as tatted, maybe just one or two. And I noticed people treated me different back then. You know, uh, I've been in a lot of uh, management positions all through life. And uh, it wasn't until I started getting tatted up and smoking weed and making, you know, showing up in this shirt. And But the main thing is the tattoos. People that see those tattoos and they assume two things. I've either come from a trashy, non-educated background or I've came through some rough and tumble prison background. But the reality is I just fucking, I love ink. Uh, I just, I, it was one of them bugs that bit me. You know what I mean? It started out with the one and then I found a friend that we could, uh, you know, trade a little bit or whatnot or barter barter is a good word and uh he did great work and it just steamrolled from there and it, it went from having to barter to having to pay unfortunately but still i i, I love my ink and for me uh i do try to stay a positive person unfortunately just like everybody else i carry baggage you know i try to deflect as much of the negativity as I can, but uh, I almost said this one day in chat. We had a show. We did one of the Sundays, and I seen uh, the next morning there was two dumps out. I'm like, man, is it bothering? Why does it bother me that uh, we got two thumbs down? Why do them two thumbs down bother me? <laughs> but uh, so you know, I do fucking suck up a little negativity here and there. I try not to let it show and I try to push in the positive attitude with everybody else, but you can only carry that baggage so long. And then tattoos are just my way of uh, positively letting it go. You know what I mean? Cannabis is like, encourages you to be non-judgmental in a lot of ways if you consume a lot of it, I guess. Or at least that's true for me. And I've gotten to the point where I don't judge books by their cover or anything else. I don't judge you by anything basically before I know you. You know, I, <clears throat> you can be a piece of fucking crap to somebody out there. I'm sure I am to somebody as well. And everybody out there has their own fucking nemesis out there. But don't be defined by your enemies. You know, don't be defined by your past. You know, you should be more defined by your efforts and what you're trying to do today. Don't live on, you know, yesterday and shit. Just fucking keep trying to build and try to be a better you tomorrow. That's all you should be trying to do every single day. Be nice. Try to be empathetic. Understand people. Try to grow a little bit every day and enjoy it. Oh, yeah. We're getting close to that magic time. We are. It's been a fucking great episode. This one's going to be hard to top, probably. It's just me being fucking long-winded, dude. That's all, all this is. And how many people are in chat still? Uh, we still got seven hanging still, in still there. still got seven people. I want to shout you guys out hour. individually, man. Thanks for hanging out with us on the super, super fucking late sesh. Yeah, man. That, 
it's a few people been deterred, but you know what I uh who uh else I like is uh Hunter. Fucking uh fucking stoned and uh the writer. Hunter S. Thompson. There you go. Thank you for saving me. That dude's awesome, and uh, he inspires me a lot too. So, I, again, all stones. Probably a good time to end this, but uh, I forgot where I was going with that shit. But he's uh, I love. I've always loved that dude's attitude on living life and shit, and uh, buy the ticket, take the ride. You know, you never know unless you get out there and live it. I guess maybe is where I was going with that. But. If you have never experienced Hunter, get check out some of his shit. Uh, that movie in particular, or that documentary, uh, "Buy the Ticket, Take the Ride," is a uh, fucking awesome. That's a good hour, hour, fifteen minutes smoking, but uh, you'll be introduced to a, a really cool human being for sure. But uh, yeah, do what you can to help people. So, you know, so we should be trying to do these days. Just recognize that no person is like truly, truly independent. None of us are. And I'm not going to talk about, you know, the whole times like these and shit like that, because it's honestly, it's always times like these, man. Just, you know. I really believe that uh, this is our, I, I think I may have said this to you at the Vehicle City that day. This is our test of humanity, brother. If we don't fucking... And this is in my thought. Maybe this will take us out the last few minutes. We're here until we figure this shit out. And we're not going to fucking... I fucking unlock anything until we come to a common bond of love. If, until we can learn to interact with each other on a fucking respectful level... We're never going to move forward. We're, we're doing, we're doing. And this instance right here is a perfect example of, uh, you know, quit hogging shit, fucking help somebody out and fucking learn some compassion. Because if we don't have some compassion for one another in these hard times, people that don't have enough or can't afford things, uh, we're going to fail. We're going to fail. And a lot of people could get hurt or whatever. But we may not come out of it, I guess that's what I'm saying. You know, this is a test for humanity. And if we do what's right right now, we'll snap back. We'll snap back better than ever. And we'll proceed to the next, <laughs> the, next the next better phase. The next hurdle, and, man. There's always another hurdle. There's always going to be another challenge. There's always going to be another thing to be afraid of. And there's always going to be another opportunity. And I guess before we get off of here, I would close by saying that just remember that each dude each new day is another chance to like turn it all around so even if shit's been going south you know what you can start going north with it if you feel down you can start feeling up man and sometimes it's just gonna be hard times and you know what we've all been there and hopefully we're not all going to stay there and everybody's going to fucking come through and everybody's going to be good just like always. So on that note, I just want to say thanks for the opportunity for letting me come on here and just ramble on and enjoy some great cannabis that you shared with me. 
So it's, it's been a great sesh in a otherwise solitary time. Much love, Eagle. I'm okay. Skillbo1 on fucking Instagram, Skillbo17 on YouTube. And I want to make sure to point out that above me is the Michigan Bros Grow Show logo. We are live every Sunday night. It's a live stream at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And that I am also doing a show called The Late Sesh with Red Setter Farms. And that is on Monday nights at, at as it stands right now. That's 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to shout out to everybody on the channel, everybody in the chat. Um, I think the only people in the crew that I didn't mention at this point was Can of Kate. Love yeah. Kate. She always fucking cracks me up. And I just want to say that it's all about no i did hit her up i did say yeah Yeah, so i mentioned her when we were talking about now watch this stoner ready when we were talking about the cloud cup i had mentioned that's when i met abolished and her at their table so that's actually where uh, you met kate too no i didn't know i met her at um you met her at motor city yeah, whatever. I can't remember. Cheers, Red. I see you out there. Cheers, Dr. Dankenstein, Matt Mirren. Everybody, it's been a great time out here talking, and I hope that your bags stay full and that your mind stay clear and your ass stays safe. And the next time that you see Eagle comes on here doing a show, stop back in and be a part of it. Later. Man, super hard to top that uh exit right there brother but i appreciate having you on you pretty much fucking lobbed me a fucking great content tonight you know effortless content that's uh stepping up for a friend right there and boom brother i appreciate that shit and uh i most definitely will see you in the chat in the morning and moreover i'll get to see that fucking great face and them awesome tones like you mentioned sunday night and i appreciate everybody that tuned in everybody that will tune in thank you for your time and one more skill bowl it's been fucking better than two hours of your life that's our most precious commodity in life that's shit that i can never ever repay you for but thank you for your time brother it's Uh, been a great time Have a good night, everybody. Later.